listening to the UK and the world's favorite wrestling podcast, RTM Wrestling with your hosts, Andy and Emma. We're on. We're on. Yes. Hello. Hello. We're on. Started. So out this wire. Tighten a little knot. There's a lot of wires going on. How are you? I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright. I've um Yeah, I don't know, I feel a bit uh I don't know, a bit weird weirded out. Why? I, 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 do you know what? I've got no idea. I think it might have just because I've got a lot on this yeah. weekend. Um, but, but sort of wrestling wise, I feel a bit out of sort as well. Oh right, okay. Like I don't feel like I've I've obviously watched AEW, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know quite where New Japan's at at the moment. I know Don Taku's kind of coming up, but I don't know when it is. Um, obviously, not watched any WWE. That's a, that's a given. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I feel a bit um, like out of it this week. Mm. If that makes sense. Like like I'm an outsider, okay, looking okay. in rather than a someone who watches it all the time, which is such an odd feeling. That is odd. Um, but I think it's probably because. We've not been watching it together. I've kind of skipped through it, you know, because I've I've not stayed up and watched it because I'm, I'm technically back in college now, so I've not been like, yeah. you know, staying up all night and sleeping during the day like a twat. Um, but other than that, I'm fine. Good stuff. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I had a, a half a pizza with you. It was very nice. You did have half a pizza and with me. And bloody pizzas are lovely. I had half a pizza with you. Oh, wow. It's very nice, very Lady in the Tramp of us, if it was spaghetti meatballs. But that, <laughs> them pizzas are delicious. So are they the Chicago ones? I don't know. Maybe. Chicago, Chicago Town, Town, something. Jobbies. Yeah. They are... The crust is loaded with tomatoes. Tomato sauce. Which is bloody lovely. Fan-fucking-tastic. Best, best... I... I because now, for some reason, Domino's is giving me mad... Just as a side note, for anybody... And I don't know if you will pick up on it, but it feels like I'm lisping. Oh, yeah, because you Because I've got an ulcer on my tongue that's the size of a fucking tennis ball, it feels like. It's you massive. were lisping this morning a lot worse than you are now. <laughs> yeah, I think because I've been prodding it a bit, so I don't know if I've got it to go down or... Oh, God. Or what, but... But, if it, like, I'm concentrating on it. But mm. if I wasn't concentrating on it, I'd sound like that. It's like so. It's like I'm I'm talking with like my tongue back in my mouth. It's weird. Um, what was I about to say then? As, as a side, I don't know. I kind of went off pizza. track then. Pizza. Oh yeah. Domino's. So Domino's is giving me mad indigestion now. Yeah. So and I don't know why. You change your seams. But but I I I've had half of that pizza fine. Yeah. And don't I don't want to start ordering at a fucking Papa John's. I don't want oh, that no. get that trash. Not with that butter dip. Oh my god, Jesus, that's not even a dip. Makes me feel sick. Oh, that garlic butter where it's like just solid. Butter. Just a sol- butter. solid butter. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <sighs> drink it. Well, you can't drink it because it's solid. Not like the. It's uh, fucking disgusting. I would never get. I know I have butter on toast, but I would never get a piece of bread and just fucking 
whack it on the top of a slab of butter and just rub it on there for a minute. See, the idea of having garlic butter with a pizza sounds fine mm. to me. It's just their version of it. It sucks. Awful. It's not like the garlic and herb dip, Gaz. It's not like that that, that dip, is it, mate? No, that's the, that's the shit. It is the shit. So, Do you know what we were saying so about April you, Fool's it? Day, like, youngs ago? Yes. And then... Domino's, I think, yeah, it was Domino's. Well, it was obviously Domino's because they do it saying that they had, they were, they, they were putting in a tap. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Heady days. Heady, heady days. <laughs> love, love that shit. Anyway, what I've heard. I mean, other than because I don't want to talk too much about going seeing a uni because that's boring. Um, but what what was what have we done this week? <coughs> out and out. I don't know what your intro is going to say, but there was, we definitely had a first when what we went, that? we visited Lancaster. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Are you bothered? It, well, I don't, as I say, I don't want to tread on your toes if you're uh, All I've put is, I went to see a uni. That's okay. It. We quite possibly had the worst meal. We did. We've ever, ever had. Oh my God. Anywhere. And it was such a shame because the staff were so lovely. <laughs> But fucking hell, was that tough? And we were like one of the only people in the restaurant suit, so it was really unavoidable that we'd left most of our food. And because me and you are so ridiculous, and we don't because we're ridiculous. We're ridiculous. We don't complain at all. No. You left most of a burger, which is unheard of. How do you fuck up a burger? Completely unheard of. They managed to fuck it up. They gave me a seafood risotto that tasted okay, needed a bit of seasoning, but but it was like they gave me like a bucket of it. It was there's so much food there, and the garlic bread we had at the start just tasted just a bit weird, weird, didn't it? Yeah. And that filled me up then. I was like, oh shit, I've got yeah. a fucking main course coming, and that was rank. I don't know if any of you are like have this sort of thing, but we do. <clears throat> I mean, I can't think of a time, but I do <laughs> think I would complain if if I felt it warranted it. Mm. But. You were fighting a losing battle with this because it was all bad. Yeah, like, how do you so fuck up a burger and chips, really? The chips tasted like cheap, ready-salted crisps. Weird. Which was just weird. I've never tasted a crisp, a chip that tastes exactly like a crisp. And for you Americans, we're talking fries that yeah. taste like... Lay's. Lay's. Yeah, ready salt. Which glaze. sounds like it would be nice. Glaze. It sounds like it'd be nice, but it just isn't. Something really wrong, like a no. potato. You got there, like there was something off with it. It was odd. There was something really off. The burger itself was just like I don't know what type of meat it was, but it weren't beef. Ugh. It was just weird, but like, but like, it was one of them. I don't know if anybody's ever had this, where you've you've gone into a restaurant and it's a bit of a like an indie, but like a but like a proper indie. We're not talking like. You know, some bougie shit where mm. everyone's in suits and all that kind of stuff. So the funny thing was, to start with, is you booked a table. I did. And when we walked in, there was nobody in there apart from, like, one chavved-up family. And we'll get up to we'll get to chavs in a second. So it was just like, oh, okay, we've booked a table, right? And then when we sat down it was like the menus were plastic like laminated menus i don't mind that i do that i i do me. i do knowing what we were getting into and looking at the prices i do yeah the prices because the prices were, were, were but, well they were normal they were yeah. normal restaurant prices but you were in a greasy spoon yeah. that's what it felt it's like it sucked in it yeah i'm that usually plastic really cover on the really good at picking restaurants and, and stuff i usually get it right 
I don't think that's your that's on you because it's it was a restaurant that and the prices were you know were normal restaurant prices. But it's like plastic fucking table coverings, and then, but the people who worked in there were heartbreaking. <clears throat> they were so lovely, weren't they? Oh, but but like it wasn't like we had that much inter- interaction to know they were lovely. They could be serial killers for all we know. That might be where my burger came from, but the the the, the older woman was so like meek and just oh, is everything alright oh, oh, oh. it and was like, just the fact that was... we left so much food and yeah. she was like oh you've barely made a dent in that would you like us to box it up I mean like no at the same time no 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 it's fine it was one of them where we were like <laughs> oh we shouldn't have had that garlic bread you know trying to put a spin on it and then oh we shouldn't have had that garlic bread you know, and we just we're so bad at lying terrible so bad at lying so she says do you, to, do you want to box it up and we both go, oh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. The hotel won't let us take food back. And you were like, yeah, the hotel won't let us take food back. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought, I when just I can't... said it, I thought I thought it sounded all right. And then you said it just as convincingly as I thought <laughs> I said it. And I went, no. <laughs> I know, that's no, ridiculous. No, she knows we fucking hated this. Yeah. And then I made it. Then I felt so bad that I started to then tell her how much I was actually really enjoyed the risotto. That was so nice, and I was just like, "Fucking keep dig, I know, dig it's awful. up, dig up, stupid." I know. I couldn't help myself. Just I just keep going. I'm just we're just very British in that respect. And I when I went out because you because you were I like, I took to my tenor as well. Well, you know, but we, it's because they were they fucking, were nice. It's, it's but like, I, sh- I should have said none of that goes to the kitchen staff. To share it with between you and you quite clearly yeah. your daughter over there yeah but it, i because i got up because you said oh this is just embarrassing go, <laughs> go out for a vape and i'll pay so yeah and, it, and that was a good like five minutes after they give us a bill so I, I go out for a vape and as i'm going out i'm having to explain myself because they both like shot me a look and i was like oh just going for a vape oh for fuck's sake and they were like okay because i think they were because obviously you can tell when something's off yeah, and 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 she told she totally thought something was off because we were just being weird. <laughs> Going, oh no, yeah, too full. Oh no, the hotel won't let us bring food back. Oh, might as well bin it all. I thought we were reviewers, right? Bur- burger. Let me explain this burger to you. I know we will get to wrestle at some point. We're technically not starting the show. You know, fast forward it if you don't give a shit. But right, it said on it American style burger. With meatballs. I've never fucking seen that. So I thought it was a meatball burger, really. Mm. But then you'd see the picture and you said, oh, it kind of comes on a stick on top. and So this fucking thing comes and it's massive. Like, the portion size was huge. It, yeah. was, it was really big. But it just tasted of nothing. And the meatballs were like, burn. And it was like, and when I bit into the first one... Like there was, it was really soft, and then went really hard. Gross. And I was like, "Oh fuck no, fuck no." But anyway, but yeah, then we did see we were around the University of Cumbria in Lancaster. In Lancaster, thankfully, yeah, because the Carlisle campus would have been a pain. It was a, it was an interesting trip. We stayed in this lovely pub. The place we stayed at was really nice. Yeah, and there was this beautiful like garden outside that had some sort of like clock tower that kept chiming. Very mm. very pretty. Well, unfortunately, the little garden outside that was kept really well was just full of drunks. 
the whole this night. This is a Thursday night as well. Thursday night, fuck knows what it's like. But it was so hot in there, we had to have the windows open. And at like two o'clock in the morning for a solid hour, there was this mass like brawl outside, but they didn't actually get physical because you can tell when a fight gets physical because people start screaming yeah, and you can yeah. hear scuffling. They were just arguing for a fucking solid hour, screaming at each other. There were so many of them as well. It was just yeah. like a cacophony of voices. And you slept through because you hadn't slept the night before, thank fuck. But yeah, I, was, I like, was like, at that time, I think it was like 30 hours had been up. Yeah, it was a joke. So yeah, I was, I had headphones in as well, listening to me yeah. book, and it was still just cutting through. Too much. Yeah, it's grim. It was such a shame that, because like, me and you have kind of always thought like Lancaster would be like a really lovely place. Mm. And like aesthetically, in, in places, it is. Like It's got a castle, it's got a cathedral... You know, it's, it's it's not on the water. Unfortunately, when we saw the water, the tide was out, so so we could see like shopping trolleys in there, and it was just like that was like towards the end of the first day, because we just stayed overnight, went to the uni, and then came back. Um, we were like, what? Because I I got off the train and I was kind of because this uni thing, I'm trying to pick one, uh, and it's just doing me edging. But I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll get off this train and see how I feel. Got off the train, it was like, a, it felt like, you know, a Lake Districty type place. And I was like, right, here we are. I can see the castle. Mm-hmm. This is going to be cool. It's going to be like York. And then we started walking through the city centre. And fuck me. It's like pound savers and betting shops and people with no teeth. And then we come to this lovely little park in front of the pub we're staying at. And there's just people with tins like fucking necking and back. It was, it was bizarrely rough for such a Yeah. And I'm not I'm not above this. No, this these are these, these are, are our, our people. people. This is yeah. how we grew these oh, is yeah. where we how we grew up. Not tinning in the park like, but you know, like I'm, joint in the park. <laughs> I'm I'm very au fait with a scumbag. Yep. I remember. But I don't want to be around it now. No, it was just such a it was such a shame and then we went, "Oh, should we just go to the water?" You know, that's Maybe that'll be nice. And we got there, and the tide was out, and there's fucking shopping trolleys in the water, po- poking out the the little piss, you know, pond like that yeah, was it's left. Fucking horrible, wasn't it? I was just like, oh, oh this is devastating because it's so close to the Lake District, and the Lake District is like, it just makes you appreciate that even more. Absolutely, because that's so close. It makes you wonder how it's even there. I know, and why it's not been, like, overrun by fucking... Because it's not... Because we've obviously, you know, with the Cumbria thing, we've looked at, like, living there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if I wanted to go there for uni, like, potentially moving there. And it's not cheap. No, it's not. It's like... Because it's a city centre. It's, like, similar to Manchester city centre prices yeah. to rent. Because we, we own a flat in Manchester, but we'd have to... You know, there's no point in selling here and moving, so we'd have to have both going at the same time. Mm. But I thought, oh, it'll be, it'll be reasonably cheap i think even windermere is fucking cheaper than that yeah for a house i know it's and windermere is like stunning like the one like fucking lo- you're talking lord of the rings level you know aesthetics and then they've got this like absolute shithole it must just because it's got two big universities there mm. and and all the students are the ones renting yeah. So they'll so all the prices will go up because of that. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. But it's it's bizarre though. It was it was slightly it was, disappointing. It was yeah, and it hasn't given me the kick I thought it would do. But hey, we've got Wednesday, so we're going around Man Met on Wednesday. Yeah, if I can, hopefully. Yeah, I can. well, if not, I, I'll do it. But you've seen it. Well, you've seen one. You've seen them all yeah. now, as far as what they offer. Mm-hmm. So. 
we'll see. But yeah, it was a bit disappointing that. I thought that might be the might be the one, but the uni was fine. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, the uni was great and all that kind of shit. But it was just like the area. It didn't make me want to move there. No. Like, at one point, we we're even like asking one of the tutors, like, "Oh, so is Barrow? Is that quite a nice area? <laughs> like, just commuting like every day? Like, fucking Barrow." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like when you're in that situation. I know. Nah. Time's up. Time's up. <clears throat> it's time's up on this intro. Yeah. Do you want to get? Do you want to get going? Let's do it. Have a little vape first. A little mouthful of a peppery Max. Oh, Lancaster! In, in another life, eh? Maybe hundred years ago. Hello everyone and welcome once again to RTM Wrestling. This is episode 197, if you can believe it. And in a week where I see a university, a custody battle in shoes over Bret Hart, and Tony Khan once again shows his need for acting lessons, we are your wrestling podcast. So thanks very much for being here as always guys, and because you're listening to it, there's no point in plugging where you find it, because you found it. But we are on Twitter, so at RTM Wrestling on Twitter, and you can get your questions in, you can get your thoughts in on what's going on in the week, like many of you do every week, and we read out, I say we read out the best of them, but we probably read out 90% of them. So if you send us a tweet, send us a question, or even a thought on something that you want us to go over, then we absolutely will do. So thanks for being here. My name's Andy. Sorry, I was just swallowing some wine. I'm Gemma. <laughs> Sorry, I was just swallowing, and my <laughs> name's Gemma. I hope you're all well. I hope you're all staying safe. And I hope you're all, well, to say excited about this week in wrestling, if it wasn't such a clusterfuck. And, you know, anybody who's on wrestling Twitter, even though we've just plugged the Twitter, maybe we should plug the email instead. Where's What's the email? It's I think it's rtmdammit at gmail.com. But I'm not 100% sure. Let me check. I don't, I think there's only Chris Oryx who's ever used that. Yeah, he has. He and has. a few like, oh, do you want to collaborate? Yeah, RTM Dammit. Dammit, I've not put an N in it. D-A-M-M-I-T at gmail.com. Maybe we, should, maybe we should do a new one. I might do a new one and okay, say... Okay, yeah, do it. If you want to... Because sometimes, you know, we, we use the DMs for if anyone wants to expand, but, you know... We'll do that, I think. Yeah, send us an email. Yeah, for the people who don't, who are quite rightly not on Twitter, because uh, it's a fucking dive. It's like Lancaster. <laughs> I um, was going to say it, but I thought I, I won't go there. <laughs> no, that's it is harsh. That it is. Isn't I it? think it's harsh, but I'm glad I wasn't there on a Saturday. It would be like I said to you. It would be like staying in Manchester, getting off the train at Manchester Piccadilly. And staying on at a hotel on Piccadilly Gardens and being like, "What the fuck is this shit all?" And at like, you know, ten in the morning when you're quite far about, going, "Oh, this looks quite nice." Yeah. And when you get closer, there's the spice heads and yeah. emos just lay on the grass. Just not a great part <clears throat> to see. No, no, I'm sure it's very lovely though. I wouldn't mind trying it again, but going the other way and we'll not see. city centre, <laughs> cheap enough. We'll see. Well, anyway, the week in wrestling—it's been interesting. We'll start off with a question from at Axel underscore JMO has put how, 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 how have they got a big muscle guy like Wardlow over like Austin? I love it. <clears throat> now I'm sure before people jump on, 
on Axel. You don't mean he's actually over like Austin, but the sentimental the sentimentalness of it is there. And there's really one one answer to the question, Axel, and you know this, you're a smart guy. When you do something well, it works. It doesn't matter who's involved. It don't it don't matter you could get me. You could you could literally get me and book me really well. And I'd be over. True. To, to a degree. Maybe only for a week or two and then, you know, the, the limitations of the Andy James character would rear their ugly heads like wrestling ability, mic skills and overall physique. But I'd be over for them two weeks because they'd book me so well. Yeah. And this is the thing that put pisses me off with like, you know, I'm not getting into this yet. Let's get into it later. But but the whole like you know what's it doing for rating all that rubbish. The thing is with the Wardlow story is they've given it time, and he's been MJF's crony, and you know let us forget that the pay per view was the payoff of this when he didn't find the the ring, then found it and give it to Punk instead. That was eight. It feels like that was ages ago. <coughs> And since then, do I think it's been perfect? No. I think they should have done the beat beat up the security guards for a little bit longer. Um, because I, I'm not a fan of the Wardlow's having matches thing. But the crowd are really fucking into it. And it's all those little things that they put into it as well. Like, not have his music play when he comes out so the crowd can chant Wardlow. You know, all these things are all, all thought about with for how the crowd is going to react. Which is such a plus for AEW. And they don't get it right every time. I'd say, for my personal taste, they probably get it right about 50% of the time. Mm. But even if I don't think it's the optimal way of doing something, it's always a really good way of doing something. And like, you know, you because I've not got this on the list this week, but you can look at Punk, for, you know, as a as a as a great example of this is Punk's having the matches of his career at the moment. Do I enjoy those matches more or than some of the others on the same show? No, I don't. Because I understand he's a massive fan of Bret Hart and doing the Bret Hart spots and all that kind of stuff. But to me it just looks a little bit slow. But that's just my personal preference. Mm. But Punk's still having very high quality matches with everybody that he's coming up against. And they're booking that really, really well. Maybe he won't now with what something else I've got later. Maybe he won't do as many Bret Hart callbacks going forward. But, you know, the, the whole Wardlow thing is it's, it's time and effort's been put into it. Mm. And you could nitpick it. I do think they should have kept going with a security guard thing. You know, I need 10 this week, I've got 20 the week after, I've got 50 the week after, and he just keeps clearing these security guards out. And there's little sort of tweaks that you could do to it, like when he finally gets to MGF, he just kind of stands and postures behind him, and then MGF's allowed to run away. You know, there's all those kind of things that, you know, you'd think, oh, maybe that doesn't make any sense. However... (coughs) Even though I did, I thought they should have carried that on. The whole having him in handcuffs. I've seen a few people saying like, "Oh, if they put him in handcuffs, how did he get changed?" Like, come on, <laughs> fuck's sake! If we pull at that, if we pull at that thread, the whole fucking 
the whole curtain drops and exposes us nerds to the light, which is what we don't want. <laughs> so let's not pull it. How did he get changed if he's still in handcuffs? Shit. Um, but I thought he had a good match with Butcher anyway, and uh, you know, I think was it Lance Archer Friday? No, he had a squash match, uh, so that's Wednesday. But yeah, if you do it well, you do it well because I, I, I'm like most. I don't know if most people, <laughs> but I'm not a fan of the big guys. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't think it's just. But I mean, a fan of big guys who can actually wrestle, maybe because I've not seen it. I've just seen them throw people about. Um, so, yeah. People love the big guys, don't they? Love if, the if, big bulls. Um, they, they do love that, though. It's back to the old school wrestling, isn't it? Back in the day, you know. The larger-than-life characters. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't do much for me, either. I think, I think I, I like it when they're funny. Yeah. When they do something, and I mean like genuinely funny, not like trying. Not like, great, Carly Natalia dancing. No, no, not that shit. Not where you're like visibly just taking the piss out of someone. <laughs> no, like I like it when the big blokes are funny, and that's that's me. <laughs> they're funny, great. When right back to this thing about saying he was a concert pianist or whatever the fuck he was saying, that reading was the secret. Yeah. It was funny, and I was like, oh, I actually quite like him now, and I thought he was a bag of shit five minutes ago. So it doesn't take a lot. No. Humour. Just humour me. <laughs> Just humour me. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's easy when you when you book it well <clears throat> is the is the answer to that question. Can uh, I just say as well, I'm really sorry that I keep coughing. I've had hot sauce with the pizza. Frank's red hot sauce. And it makes <sighs> me the amount of sniffs and stuff coming. I know, out but it me. makes me have to keep clearing my throat. I don't I must be allergic <clears throat> to it, but it's fucking delicious, so I'm not gonna stop eating it. Fuck no. I do like it, but every now and again. But I never used to be able to handle it, but now I can handle a little Ooh, bit, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. very Moorish. The taste buds start dying as you get older, and the hotter the better. Here's a question for you. Now my mouth's about to drip, and you know why. Probably for Gaz more than anyone, just because I know how, well, not how he eats. I'm not saying you eat a lot. Game banter, Gaz. Yeah, but, but you know, similar style of cuisine to myself. And put anybody else as well. I'll throw it open and do do tweet me with a reply. Do you ever do you ever get like it's such a weird thing to say this? Here we go. But like this this food. <laughs> do you ever get a really wet mouth? <laughs> I knew you were gonna say wet mouth. In a partridge way, <laughs> but but like there's only one food because like you know you see all the cartoons and all that kind of stuff mm. when when they see like the food the. This amazing food and the the mouths start like dripping. Yeah, yeah. I got, you keep fucking trying to swallow. I know, yeah. It's, thinking it's about fucking it. going. I have one particular food item, and it's the only one that when I think about it, my mouth just goes flooded. <laughs> it's oh, like God. it's completely flooded, and it's like I could spit like I could probably drink my own spit. Oh, it's God. just like dripping down my beard. Oh. Andy. But the one food it is is proper buffalo wings, not anything in the UK because they're all shit. Sure, yeah. But American buffalo buffalo wings, hot buffalo wings with blue cheese sauce. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But my mouth just gets like so like fucking. Sweet. Is that what it is? Yeah. But that's the only time that's ever happened, and it's only happened in the last couple of years. Oh, 
What a weird segue. It is weird. Still. No, it is. It is weird that that happens. I don't Wash think, it down with this Pepsi Max. I don't think there's anything like that for me, food wise. You so. never get a wet mouth. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the um, are you making a sick thing? At me just saying that. Then? No, no. I was I was <laughs> trying to get rid of the spit in my mouth because it's just like I'm thinking about buffalo wings. Oh my god. Well, I. I think the reason I like pizza so much is because of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because I didn't have pizza as a kid. It just I wasn't in a pizza household. You were in a fucking ox tongue. No, household. lamb's hearts. Lamb's heart. used to get. Thank you very much, and they were delicious. But it was always like because my dad was a bit of a picky eater. He would only eat like, you know, like piece of chicken or piece of steak or something like a piece of meat, a couple of potatoes some veg that's it That that's his like repertoire of food that he enjoys anything that was like Italian or Chinese just no way not, not a chance really really bland English type food so like I'd never had pizza I didn't have pizza till I was a bit older but when I was dead little and I used to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they used to get I'm getting a wet mouth so it does, there you it go. does do it there you go when they used to get the pizza out and this cheese used to dry just the cartoon pizza and it looked dead floppy not like when I eventually did have pizza, I mean, I'd get a Tesco value 49 Oh, Jesus Christ. Because I'd be the only one who ate it. I'm what sure a, my mum would love it. What a disappointment. I know. And, that, and I was like, why is it not floppy? Why is the cheese not pulling? Like, why is it... I think I've always been in search of that. Teenage Well, you need to pizza. add... You know, you know what you need to add to it? PVA glue. PVA glue. <laughs> when you told me that, I nearly threw up. It's disgusting, isn't it? Because like when you see those adverts for like Domino's, or whatever, it's like, but it's but but anything that's got a cheese that kind of like pulls out, and it's like, oh my god, look at that cheese! It's like, no, it's PVA glue. That's what they you use. Fucks. Yeah, on the video shoots, it's disgusting. I hope they don't feed it to anyone afterwards. Nah. Anyway, how did we get onto that? Um, I don't know. Well, my mouth's going to have to dry again, so actually... I'll give you the next segment, because <laughs> okay. it's technically your oh, right. one oh, that, you've, right. been, yeah, that you've been talking about all week. Yeah, yeah. Can't shut you up about it. I've, I've mentioned it twice. Twice you've said it. Twice. Which is twice more than you've probably said. Twice too many. Twice, no, no, it's not twice too many. Um, shit tag team names. Right, shit tag team names. I'm but gonna... I've also tagged onto this shit names in general. Yeah, well, I'm just going to go for the tag teams, and I'm not saying that the tag... I'm not going to say anything either. Why? Because if you say if you say like the name of a tag team that I like, which I think I know which one you're gonna go yeah. for, I c- I'm not gonna respond because I, I don't want to pull anything away from what you're saying. So. That's fine. That's fine. Right. Okay. So I'm not saying the the names of tag teams are shit in themselves. What I'm saying is they don't identify them as people. So when some when you say bloody blah from the acclaimed, I'm like, who's the acclaimed? Who's the acclaimed? Bloody blah from Top Flight. Who's Top Flight? Who are they? I just, I, I just can't get the name and the people to correspond because the names are so meh. They're so nothing. The Ascension. What was... Why? Why? Just at least give me... Give me some of that Finn Balor of Irish folklore to explain why no. you called The Ascension. <coughs> I fucking hate it. At least when the new day came in, they did that mad choir shit and would add the song. So I was like, okay, I can I can do word association. And they and they come out saying it. I get it. But honest to God, private party. 
Private Party, the acclaimed. I don't know who they are. Don't know who Private Party is. I, you said this to me the other day. I don't. Don't know who the acclaimed is. I don't know who the acclaimed is. But everybody loves the acclaimed. I'm sure they do, but the the name isn't computing, and there must be something wrong with the wiring in my brain that, and any time that any sort of tag team gets mentioned to me that isn't a really really famous one, I don't know who the fuck they are because it's just a fucking random word. The acclaimed. Any any see any tag team could give themselves that name. Anyone. Any of them. Doesn't mean anything. Top flight, are they high flyers? I would hope so. Well, one of them's injured again. Which is awful. But... I, ju- I just, do you know what? I just, I get really irrationally angry about it. Because mm. I want to know who people are talking about. Now, it works the same with wrestlers' names. The amount of times you say a wrestler's name, I'm like, who's that? Just describe <laughs> them to me. I don't know who it is. Who is it? I watch this every week and I still don't know that cunt's name. It's not going in. But I am... I am actually in life notoriously quite terrible with names. So I think yeah, that might too. be part of it. Someone introduces themselves to me and immediately the name's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I've forgotten it already. They've just said it. They've just fucking said it. And I forgot. And I have to try and come up with little weird rhymes to make me remember who's everyone's names. Got like name blindness. Remember a face? Never forget a face. But a name? No way. So who are the acclaimed? Which ones are they? The ones that come out and rap. Where he's like, listen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Who are the two where I say it looks like Zac Efron's ugly brother? I don't know. I've said that like about 17 times. I say it every time I see him. What are they called? Zac Efron's ugly brother? Yeah. They got sacks from NXT. Oh! <laughs> the ones that are... <laughs> I think I laugh like that every time you say it as well. Is it 2.0? Mm. But, it, 2.0. but But now uh, Magic Mike or whatever it is. Like oh, Daddy M- Matt Menard or... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So I'm I'm going to play a little game with you here. Oh, no. Sweetheart. Right. And I'm going to say some tag team names to you. Fuck. And I'm I'm making it easy because the because I'm, I'm I went so I, I brought up WWE's like roster. Oh well, but I'm they, not gonna get it. But you're not gonna get any of them. But I do want to go through a couple of them just just for fun. Okay. Um. Let me let me see. Okay, so it's so this will start out easy. So this is just tag teams, and I can't be asked going on like the full list. So it's just the champions. Okay. So all of WWE's. Um, tag team champions these are okay I'm gonna light a candle for inspiration and then I'm gonna go through what what's the uh, what's the website the sportster whatever the fuck that is the top 10 best tag teams in AEW okay and I want you to tell me who they are oh no well I'm not gonna know the wrestling names am I I'll come describe them to you that's fine as long that's as it absolutely doesn't make fine. I'm gonna sound like a racist here aren't I no no you're not because <laughs> if you do People will hear a quite obvious. No, cut. I'm not. Go- no, I'm not. I'm not going to. I just. I don't know any identifiable features of people. Uh, 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 the, the... Don't do that. No, I'm not. I'm joking. Okay. Start off with the Raw Tag Team Champions. Okay. okay. I, want you to, I want you to tell me who these people are. Okay. Tag Team is RK Bro. Okay, I know who this is. This is Randy Orton yep. and Matt Riddle. Well done. Ding, 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 ding. Ding. Yay, I like this game. 
SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. Jay and Jimmy, whatever they Well called. done. Yeah, the Usos. We're getting a bit harder See, now. See, that one makes sense, because it's the fucking surname type yeah. thing. So that makes so what, sense. So what do you think RK of... RK-Bro makes sense, because it's the amalgamation of the RKO and the fucking bro shit. So they make sense. So I've got no complaints no about complaints them. No them. complaints so far. No complaints so far. No. We're moving on to NXT. Okay. Well, I'm fucked then, aren't I? This is just the tag teams, the champions. Because if okay. we were picking... Because I said about shit names, we'd be here all day with NXT. Mm-hmm. So, NXT tag team champions, pretty deadly. Not a clue. They're apparently from the UK. Not That they've pulled up. Not a clue. Don't know. Don't know who they are. I no. don't know who I've they are either. I've not got a clue who they are I would have guessed they were women. With that name. But That's they're the not. Thing. Are you joking? No, the, the men's tag team champions. Oh, right. Pretty deadly. Are they pretty? Well, they, they do. I've seen like a 10 second clip of them. And they seem to be doing the uh, the, the British... Um, oh, no, I can't remember their name. Oh, no. uh, Tyler Breeze and oh, Fandango. Yeah. That seem, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense. The women's tag team champions... Okay. Toxic attraction. Fuck me. That's like a pawn. Um, right. Toxic attraction. I don't think I'm going to know who these people are. No, are I don't okay. know who they are no. either. Okay, I won't guess. Them. I know one of them's the ex-wife of uh, Darby Allen. Oh right. Okay. I I don't know who those people are. Okay. So the last one on the WWE side, the NXT UK. Tag team champions. Men. men. There's only men. Oh, you're giving me a Mustache big, Mountain. Big clue there. So that's Trent Seven. And is it still the other guy with him? Yep. Who's the other guy? Who's the Tyler o- Bate? Well done. Oh, get in. One of my favourite tag teams. So the fact that they're the, the the NXT UK tag team champions is is awesome. But that's I'm sure that's an old picture of Trent. I'm sure he doesn't look like that anymore. Okay, <laughs> AW top ten. Is there a juice, please? There is a juice. Thank you. Top 10 best tag teams. It's probably not not that good, actually. Okay. Because uh, you'll probably get all these, but we'll see. I hope so. Number 10. Yeah. The Acclaimed. Fucking bag of shit name. It's them with the rapping. <laughs> Number yo, 9. Yo, yo, or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I don't know, do I? He comes out and says yo, doesn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I thought he did. Oh, I think he does actually. Yeah. yeah, he does, doesn't he? Anyway, number nine, best friends. You don't have to know the names. You can describe them if you want. Um. So, the I, I know Orange Cassidy. He's not in it. Well, he he kind of is, but he kind of isn't. I don't know at all the others. The names of them. I don't know the faces either. You would know the faces. I don't know. Let me spin it round. Let me show me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like that guy on the right's face, do I? Uh, no, you don't. You really don't like the guy on the right's face. I won't say what I, t- what I call him, but <laughs> no. I do not like what his face is all. It's your go-to put-down for anybody whose face you don't like, though. It is, actually. It's really bad. I need to get out of that habit. Nah, it's just for me. So that's Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor. See, this doesn't really... This is not... Actually, I think they've got a... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it harder for your ear because they're giving me just the names. Oh, no. Proud and powerful. No, I don't know. 
Not even a slight. No. Proud and powerful. Proud and powerful. Not a clue. But they very rarely go by that name. Oh really? They normally never heard that. They normally life. their name names. Okay, I don't know. So their name names are Santana and Ortiz. Oh right. So they're, they're tacked, proud, and proud and powerful. Yeah. Well, okay. Learn something new every day. Next That's one. That shit and all. Proud and powerful. It could be anybody. Could be. This is me point. This is me big point. You pro- and you're proving your point. That's why we're doing yeah. this. Your next one. Yeah. Kings of the Black Throne. Um, is that something to do with um, Malachi Black? Well done. Black. Yes, it is. See, there you go. Kings of the Black Throne. I don't know who they are, though, the wrestlers. You don't know who the other two are other than Malachi Black? No. Couldn't even guess. Um... One of them you've seen a lot of in WWE. Yeah. They wrestled at NXT Blackpool um, against Gable, 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 Jordan, 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 Jordan. They were the team they were against. One of them was in that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm catching you off guard here, so I don't, don't worry I, about I, not I, I. So is it a recent signing? Yeah. Yeah, someone did sign and go straight into that shit, didn't Not they? Not that you'd get it, but they faced a carder on a New Japan show recently. Right, right. Right, tell me. I don't think I'm getting his name right now, but it's Buddy Matthews. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one is Brody King. Okay. He's ROH, New Japan Strong. Sure. I should have got the um, Buddy What's It yeah, one, know. but I've not seen much of That's him. if he's still called that, I don't know if he is. Uh, number six on this list... Jurassic Express. Right, so I know who they are. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Well, it's just the two of them. Well, it is now because Marco Stunt's nowhere. To, mm. Marco Stunt's nowhere to be seen. Um, but you don't have a problem with that name, Jurassic Express. I mean, the Luchasaurus thing, Jurassic. I always, we always thought that name was lame though before we were fans yeah, of AEW yeah, yeah. we, we, slagged, we, that we off slagged that off yeah. big time so we slagged Luchasaurus in particular off yeah that's not like it's not as an outsider looking in if you didn't know anything about it you'd think it was the lamest shit you've ever heard but having seen them I do actually really like them so Jurassic Absolutely. Express kind of makes sense you do visualise them when you hear that that name or I yeah. do I'm just yeah, talking yeah. for myself here guys well that's, that's fine <laughs> and, and yeah you would do number five Top flight. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know who they are, Andy. Who's that? Dante and Darius Martin. But unfortunately now, Dante Martin is going to be on his own again. Oh, shit. But he did fucking amazing for the year his brother is out with a, with LC, uh, ACL. Yeah. And now he's fucked again. He's fucked his leg again and he's going to be out for months again. Are they high flyers? Yeah. Kind of makes sense then, but I still don't like it. It's not specific enough. No. Lacks specificity. Lacks specificity. Here's your next one. Okay. Red Dragon. Red Dragon? Red Dragon. It's got your favourite wrestler in it as well. My favourite wrestler? Are you taking the piss? You look like you're taking the piss. I am taking the Someone I can't stand. I, I don't know if you, if you can't stand, but there's a particular thing that he does that you can't stand. Oh, um... I might have given the game away a bit there. Particular thing he does that I can't stand. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's that cunt who plays the air guitar, isn't it? It is the cunt who plays the air guitar. <laughs> yeah, them, them, 
Them two. <laughs> Bobby Fish and... Well done, and Bobby Fish. And, and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, that's, you know, brownie points for days there. Yeah. I think you're going to get the next three pretty easily. Because it's, you know, these are the top three best tag teams, cool. apparently. Uh, I don't agree with this order at all, though. Maybe it's an old one. Uh, but number three, FTR. No, they are. Dash and Dawson. Well, they were Dash and Dawson. What are they called now? Shit. Don't know what they're called now. <laughs> <laughs> I Shit. I don't know what they're called now. The Dash and Dawson forever. The fact that you remember Dash and Dawson is incredible. Because I remember like when we were watching NXT... One of our things was, you can't tell them apart. Yes. Which one's Dawson and which one's Dash. Just could never place it. Right, okay, so why, why, Wilder, Wilder. Well done. Well, no. It's not quite, but you're nearly there. Wilder, Dash and Dawson. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. So it's Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. And Dax Harwood. Fucking hell, I was miles away. Cash and Dax. No, you weren't. You said, you said Wilder. I knew who they were. Yeah, you know who they are. Because they're the best fucking tag team on the planet True right that. now. And anybody who wants to argue that can, can absolutely Fight. do Fighting. so. Absolutely do so. Uh, number two, the Young Bucks. Right, I know who they are. Although it's a horrible name. Horrible name. You um, don't like the Young Bucks as a name? No, absolutely not. Neither do I, controversially. I don't like that name. The Young Bucks. Here's a... Here's a, here's a, a porn again. <laughs> Here they come, the young bucks, about to start booking those women over there. <laughs> what? Apparently, book, it's a jump there. Booking is that's what they call fucking in the northeast. Do they booking yeah, to book and to and booking? That's why young bucks makes me feel oh, a bit. Jesus, bit, bit P- pedophiles, young bucks. Oh. Or is it a young person booking? Young, Maybe it's well, that. it would be like the yeah. young fucks. We try. Yeah, better, yeah. Here's here's a quick side for you. Yeah. What's the better name, the Young Bucks, or Undisputed Elite? That's shite. That's just a big pile of shiny shite, isn't it? Don't work on any level. It's so they can do the fucking hand sign. Of course it is. I don't which like I it. yeah no I don't like it because it's harping back to NXT, which I don't like. Uh, the last one for you, the Lucha Brothers. And I want their names. No! I want their full no, names. I don't know <laughs> names. I don't know anybody's name. I barely even remember my own. Um, 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 I can see him. <laughs> Just the one. Um, <laughs> um, can I have the initials, please? Andy. Yeah, so first initial is RF. <laughs> Phoenix. Yes, what's the first name? Ray? Yeah, no! <laughs> Ralph? No, Ralph! Here comes fucking Ralph! Take your mask off, Ralph! Jesus! Ray! Ray. Ray. Just Ray, not Ray. Ray Phoenix, well, di- well done. And I'm, and I'm just going to... I don't know the other one. Because it... <laughs> P... Penta. Well done. I do know the other one. You do know the other one. Shit. I'm not going to... because he's, he's you know Guys, twice, I need so. to just be really clear. I know who these wrestlers are. I'm just shite with names. Just throwing it out there. But you're making the point that... The names The names uh, suck. They do suck. Yeah, they absolutely suck. I'm desperate for more t- WWE tag teams. 
Do you know what? No, I'm I'm desperate for NXT tag teams. I'm going to actually Google that. But like NXT the past names and teams. stuff. No, just just their champ their tag teams now. Oh, like you probably named got. them all. That's probably it. They probably just got one. Yeah, they've not got many. You've not got many, and I think you'd get. I've just seen one of them that you would get. All right. I don't know if you get. Jesus Christ, what's going on here? Getting fucking ad, mad adverts. Pro wrestling wiki, you fucking losers. What's going on here with all these fucking adverts? Can't even read the screen. Christ. <laughs> Browser. Browsers are fucking thing of the past, aren't they? I don't think this is up to date because it says the way. Who's that? It was still. It was Johnny Gargano. The way. The way. Again. The Johnny Gargano way. Apparently that was. Oh, maybe it made sense then. But Jesus, wet. So bland. Yeah. So bland. The only one that sticks out is grizzled young veterans. I don't like that at all. But you know who they are. I know though, who don't they you? are. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But fuck it. We'll, we'll move on from that. Okay. Grizzled young. Grizzled young, I think they're top. They uh, are great. I mean, is that no, when I say they're great? What I really mean is yeah. Zach Gibson's he great. Is great. He is great. <sighs> right. So this so first first, I wouldn't say it's like a a controversial kind of thing, but I was watching um, Lance Storm and Brian Alvarez do their weekly show. Yeah. A few days ago, and they've been saying this for a while now, and I, I it's one of the well, there's it's probably fifty fifty split of me disagreeing with these like industry kind of veterans slash you know, mm. you know great minds in the business. I think um, Lance Storm for me, just as a side note, Lance Storm says a lot of stuff that I that I think yeah no that's actually like a really sound thing. But then he says things where I'm like, that is so off with what I mm. kind of see it. But, you know, that's why everything's uh, subjective. It's professional wrestling and you should be able to like what you like. But the question that comes out of that is, and I think it breaks off into a wider conversation. Mm. The question I've got for you, my Darjeeling, yes. is does Danhausen need explaining that's the question I've got for you so just to give context to that you mean his, who who he is who and he why is and he why is. he is yeah because we've seen like I've obviously seen more than you mm-hmm. because I've watched ROH yeah but you've seen who he is and I've talked to you about who he yeah. is and all that kind of stuff so the, the fact that he's not you know I think a, a particular gripe that they had, which I think is the only fair one, is he's not said on TV yet, very nice, very evil. Right. Even though it's on his T-shirt, people in the crowd are holding it up. But that I still think that's a bit strong. Mm. So the question is, to people who haven't watched ROH and haven't watched his extremely successful and popular YouTube channel, does Dan Housen need explaining to a casual fan? I don't think so, purely because, and I've said this before, but AEW has reached its audience now. The audience isn't growing, it's kind of staying where it is. Their niche is wrestling fans, proper proper wrestling fans. Hence why, you know, like, the ROH thing was good synergy and all that stuff. 
proper wrestling fans know who people are from like the likes of New Japan and when someone comes in from ROH the crowd pop they don't go silent it's not crickets so I think because they're not trying to I mean they might be trying to attract the casual viewer but I think they've got into a groove now where they know who their audience is and they know their audience doesn't need to be explained to things like that like you don't need this OTT explanation as to who who this guy is and why he is and why he is the way he is and why he talks the way he talks it's like i think most people know who he is and all you need as a casual viewer is the audience to pop and i know we were talking kind of on this subject when we were on the train um the other day but it's like when we were in manchester at progress and cck came back and we didn't have a fucking clue who they were not a clue and the crowd went bananas and we were like who the fuck are these two guys jesus they must be quite a big deal mm. and we joined in and we were like you know cheering them and everything yeah, and then yeah. we kind of went away and looked into who they were that's what a wrestling fan does that they don't go well how dare you present someone to me who i don't know who they are that's what you do and it doesn't make it didn't make the finale of progress any disappointing to me because the person who came out wasn't a massive delightful surprise to me because I didn't have a fucking clue who they were. Whereas to other people in the crowd, it was like the perfect ending because they knew who they were and they were so excited to see. It them seemed back. like we were the only ones in the crowd who didn't know 100%, who they were. <laughs> it didn't ruin. It didn't make me feel angry. I didn't think how dare progress. You know, I know it's a bit of a different story with progress, but I didn't think, how dare I not know who they are? They could have teased it throughout the show. They could have given me some information. Yeah. You know, that's that's the mindset. And it's like, well, you don't need it. You, you really don't. It's a, it's a wrestling show. And people who've got established characters... The, the problem is, if you, if you started to explain how and why someone is, or what it is, and what the story is, mm. and all that, if they've not got like a, a kayfabe reason as to why they are the way they are, they'll retrospectively make one and that'll be lame. Yeah. And that'll be the first time even the fans have heard it. They're like, what? What are they talking about? Dan Housen's like this because he fell in a vat of acid when he was working in a factory. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like, it, would you know what I mean? Like that's, that's like, you, you'd, you'd end up retrospective storytelling to make it kayfabe rather than oh it happened by accident and it was just a character he tried out and then the crowd loved it you wouldn't say that no and you wouldn't say you know like um you know if you if you even if you bypass the origin story of how someone like him comes about even just explaining what he's done previously what what do you say it's like how do, how do you ex- how do you actually put it into words yeah that isn't just giving you a potted history of a wrestler in another company like everybody knows who he is and the ones who don't now do yeah and you can't not get excited <laughs> when you see the crowd get excited about someone even if you don't know who they are you know there has been so many times in wrestling where people have come out and i've not known who they were and the crowd's gone nuts like maybe a new japan wrestler or an roh wrestler or someone from impact or something like that and they've gone crazy and i'm like who the fuck is this but at least you know you you know you get on board the hype train then with them you go okay well they're a big deal so i know that's all i need to know coming in 
that they're a big deal somewhere else. That's it. I'll fill the rest in myself. I can fill the blanks in myself as to what their character's about and what they do and what their signature moves are and why they do things. Mm. You know, you don't need all this information all the time. Like, we've got... You know, I know I'm going on a rant here, but, you know, you've got... Perfect. It's perfect, honestly. No, but, like, you, we've got to the point now where if we watch... So, let's say The Batman, the movie The Batman. The Batman. The Batman that we went to see. Yeah. That has spin-off TV shows. I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 it is. It's, no, I think, is I think the, I think the copper um, isn't having a, his own spin-off anymore. I think they've scrapped that. But they're doing the Penguin one. Yeah, they're doing a Penguin one. You know, there was loads of interviews. There's probably a fucking official podcast you can listen to. There's there's so much information out there and everybody just, and like fan panels and stuff and all these different Q&As and everyone just laps it all up because it's the, you know, the fandom and all that shit. We're in this internet age where we're fucking spoil and really greedy for information it's like we want more we want an accompaniment to everything we you know we, we can no longer have a standalone film it's got to have a spin-off tv show and it's got to have all this other shit coming off the back of it it's like we don't we, we we're just so used to consuming a lot of information and we demand a lot of information because of that we want everything given to us immediately and it sometimes you gotta just let shit be you gotta just you gotta just trust it and just let it be and trust that this person coming in who you may never have seen before, who looks mental, with his fucking face paint on and speaks in a weird voice. You gotta just trust that people will get to know him. Those who don't, but most of the fans in AEW already do, so it's a moot point, I think, because that's my that's my rant about too much information. It's absolutely on the nail. Like it's, I don't know. There's, there's not really too much more I can add to it, because you are absolutely right, and I didn't think of it that way. Of you know the CCK angle, is as soon as we came away from that event, we needed to know who CCK was mm. and why they were so great and why these fans cheered him. Because if you look at it from the Danhausen perspective, can I get another drink, please? Yeah, of course. Do you, you know, want he, anything? He no, I'm good. Uh, maybe my water bottle that should um, that should have cooled down. Oh, a bit by now. Yeah. So if you look at it from the Danhausen perspective, he debuted by coming out from under the ring, and when he came out from under the ring, he, the place lost it. Like there was a massive cheer, and all the little things he's done since, like cursing William Regal, <laughs> which is just, and he's like, "Uncurse me, you swine!" Like it was the greatest fucking thing, and such a great thing for Regal to do because he didn't need to do that in that sort of send the fans home happy segment that they did, um, and and that sh- and it also shows you that recently, you know, on was it on Dynamite, you know, Hook gets the whim. Danahausen grabs the mic and starts. You know, I couldn't even tell what he was saying. He sounded that that passionate and that he was shouting. Was like all all I got was I've had enough of you, and the crowd were cheering so loud. And when he said like, if you're not going to get cursed by Danhausen, you're going to fight Danhausen. The crowd lost it, <laughs> lost it. It was great. So if you were a casual fan, and this is the thing that is is the the main point. Is if you were a, if you were a, fa- a wrestling fan, 
and you saw that for the first time, you'd probably be saying to yourself, right, who's Hook and who's Danhausen? And then within five minutes, you need you know all you need to know about Hook and Danhausen by googling it. Because the problem is, and I'll and I'll leave it after this because you absolutely. I do have another point. Perfectly actually, put. To make. But like the last thing that I think I've got, unless your point makes me think of anything else, is when you get to a stage where you're having to explain everything, and you're having to overly explain everything then you start putting video packages together because this is what Alvarez and Lance Storm said they were like I don't need much just a video package nah. right? but there's a problem with that because once you start doing that then you get a situation like Monday Night Raw when they didn't have a, a wrestling match on it until an hour and a half into a three hour show and that's what you get and I know there was loads of segments and there was a lie detector test segment and there's weddings and, and whatever the fuck there is but that's and that's an extreme way of looking at it because you know Raw isn't like that all the time but that's the situation you get into you know New yeah. Japan Pro Wrestling is very straight up and down there's only really Toriano who is the, the comedic character who makes me laugh a lot like he makes me laugh a lot when he's in a match. I find mm. I find him fucking hilarious, and I can't tell what he's <coughs> saying. It makes me want to learn Japanese so I can tell what the fuck is saying because the crowd are pissing themselves when he's shouting and he's taking the fucking. I don't need to know more than that because you tell him in the story in the ring. Yeah. And I wish, and I know from, you know from my my perspective. If AW told all their stories in ring, mm. I think it'd be like my perfect show. But they can't do that because, you know, the casual fans, or if they want to take WWE fans, they're used to backstage segments, they're used to interviews, they're used to fucking video packages and all this kind of crap that I don't like mm. I don't like backstage interviews I don't like video packages that aren't for a pay-per-view pay-per-view video package are perfect but show them to me once don't show them to me 15 times but that's the issue you get once you start because because again it's like pulling at the thread you know you pull at that thread and it all comes apart so then you then you've got to tell me each week why Wardlow's so pissed off with MJF mm. You've got to tell me that. That's two minutes. Then you've got a Danhausen promo because you need to remind people who Danhausen is. That's three minutes. And on and on it goes. Yeah. Who's William Regal? So you're fine assuming everybody knows who William Regal is because he's come from WWE. But do they know who he is? Do they know do they they, they don't do they even know what the fuck Blackpool is? <laughs> like let's be let's be honest. Does anybody know what Blackpool is? Like, maybe, maybe not. But their fan base does. Because they've seen NXT Blackpool. They've seen those videos mm. of when it was at its height. They know William Regal's from Blackpool because they know who William Regal is. So you don't need to... Exp and I'm not saying Danhausen is in the same league as William Regal. I'm not trying to compare the two. However, he's a new superstar, if you want to use the fucking the Stamford terminology. He's a new star that hasn't got a lot of backstory as far as national TV goes. So that's why they're saying he needs explaining, whereas I completely agree with you, and I don't think he needs explaining at all. Because that first time, because I'm telling you right now, Hook's getting a mouthful of teeth. That's all I'm saying. 
He's going to get a jar from out of his little bag and he's going to unload the jar full of teeth into Hook's mouth before Hook chokes him out. Because that's his thing. Yeah. And and when he does that, everyone's going to lose it. Yeah. And all the casual fans are going to be like, why the fuck's he putting teeth in his mouth? Because why not? Well... Again, we're talking about like yank, yanking at that thread sort of thing. You, it, it, it does go on forever. But even organic characters, this was my last point, organic characters that are grown within the company still don't really make any sense. We've watched Hook go from what he was to what he is now, and yet try, try, and, try and explain that, try and put that into words, what's happened. The fans picked him. Exactly. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. N- none of it makes any sense. It's like, oh, but he, you can't even turn around and go, oh, he's so charismatic because he's not done anything. He's just stood there and everyone's just talked to him. So it's like even the stories that you see unfold in front of your eyes probably require explanation. <laughs> but but you would be going on forever. Like the hook thing doesn't make <clears throat> any sense. And as I say, we've seen it from start to, to well, from the start, not to finish. But like, wrestling just is, and characters just are, and the ones that get over just do. That's just as simple as that, and there's no reason, there's no rhyme or reason why some of them get over sometimes. No. And you don't, if someone's over, I don't think you should do them the disservice as to then explain who they are, because they've done their job and they've got over. However little work they've put in to get themselves over, it doesn't matter. They've done it, they've done their job, if all they needed to do was just stand there, if all Dan Housen needed to do was just turn up at AEW to get the crowd to respond in that way and be one of the best sellers in the t-shirts, then yeah. trust the fucking crowd that they know who he is and you don't need to fucking explain who he is. If the crowd, if it was crickets, then you might have to do a bit of work. But they weren't, so it's you don't have to. Absolutely, because then you get into a situation where... Finn Balor's trying to explain to Seth Rollins what the fucking the Balor demon is, which was Painful. the most cringeworthy thing I've ever fucking seen. And he he's, they made a video. They, oh god, do you about the Dula dance, Seth? Oh <laughs> Christ! Oh my god! So yeah, so top. Should we should we just just to prove a point? Uh, top sellers on. Let's go for monthly, not weekly, because that's. Uh, but Ruby Soho's got a um, got a Street Fighter T-shirt, which is awesome. That's cool. Um, so definitely check that out. So best sellers for the month: number one, Blackpool Combat Club, with the bloody fist, which is hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, two, Blackpool Combat Club hoodie without the bloody fist. Uh, CM Punk shirt, which is looks pretty cool. Uh, cross arms one. FTR. Danhausen. Danhausen, 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 Hook, Tony Storm, Danhausen, Alistair Black. Job done. Does it? You don't need. Oh, Samoa Joe's the next on there as well. You don't need to fucking say anything else. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a best. He's the one of the best selling, fucking on sh- on the shop. He doesn't need explaining to any fucker, to anybody. Uh, Hardys are on there as well. Yeah, so I completely agree with you. Should we move on? Have you got any more to say on that? No, I'm I'm done on that one. So, a big announcement from Dynamite. I'll take a little sip of water. AW New Japan Forbidden Door, baby. 
And I've just put here, Tony Khan's acting is shit. Um, so fucking bad, isn't he? So we got a question from All Elite Kyle. So that's at All Elite Kyle. Uh, go and check out his show as well. It's awesome. Who's put, what's your main event for Forbidden Door? Now the problem with this, Kyle, and I'm sure you know this, it's going to let some people down this. Because you can't... Because everyone right now is going to be going mad, booking it. They're going to be fantasy booking out the arse. I said to uh, uh, to Lee, Lee Price, the other day, uh, for some reason the only match that was coming into my head was Dan and Torriano. <laughs> that was the only one I could come up with, and I was like, what's wrong with you? But the problem with this is you're going to get a lot of people fantasy booking. So my dream main event for Forbidden Door, even though we've seen it, is Okada Omega. Without a doubt. That would be... That would sell... I I would think... But you, you've got to hold some stuff back for a stadium show, I think. Mm. But the problem with doing that is, you know, if Omega comes back in that time and he's on the show and it isn't Okada Omega, I think people are going to bitch. I think people are going to bitch no matter what because they've already been bitching, which we'll get up to, we'll get onto in a minute. Um... What do I think the main? What do I think a possible main event could be? It's tough because it's it doesn't say. Even though Alvarez and a few other people have been saying like AW versus New Japan, it doesn't actually say versus. It's X. It's AW X New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah, be, which means which means together. But they have said there's going to be interbrand matches, right, okay. which there was on the Supercard of Honor. Madison Square Garden show. So what I think may happen is you might get an IWGP heavyweight title match on there on that show, and you might get an AEW World Heavyweight mm. Championship match on that show. And the reason why I say that is because there's no politics needed in that because it's their own, it's their own thing. Yeah. So if you've got a card against Naito, I know that's not happening because that's wrestling Don Taku uh, in a week or two's time. Can't remember the exact date. I think it's May 9th Forgive me if that's not right. So if you have Akada and Naito as the main event, because you get you know you give him one to New Japan like they did for Madison Square Garden, and then you have like you know because it seems like Bullet Club and Undisputed Elite are going to be together. It's a weird thing on on Rampage with um, Jay White helping Adam Cole, which I thought that would be such an easy win of Bullet Club against Undisputed Elite, which it may happen. Um, it's like a five-on-five five type thing. May still happen, may not. Um, that, that The issue with having, like, you know, de- depending on who the heavyweight champion is of both brands, the, the difficulty with having those two going against each other, which is, I think, if it's not, I think people are going to be bitching, like, oh, they've not even got the champions going against each other. You know, the problem with that is you're getting in the politics side, whereas a five-on-five... You know, Jay White's Bullet Club against the Undisputed Elite. You know, fucking Chris Bay can take the pin, or, or um, you know, Brandon Cutler even. You know, can be in there if it's six on six. Mm. You know, somebody can take a pin there, and it's you know you're not because because they're very protective of their stars. Yeah. So what so uh, what I think the main event's going to be is the IWGP Heavyweight Title, 
which is is you know it doesn't it could be anybody who's got it obviously a card and Naito but you know a card against Chingo maybe the main event I don't think the main event and the co-main event are going to be against each other because they can't they, that just that just gets out of the politics game but lets them co-promote a, a thing what do I want as the main event well I want Akada against uh, Omega that's why that's why I want but there's so many matches that spring to mind there's Kenta and CM Punk I mean come on <clears throat> Kenner and CM Punk could headline the fucker, especially if Punk's the AW champion. That could headline it. Kenta can easily take the loss there. Again, yeah. you're out of the politics because he lost to Moxley when he was on Dynamite. And there's so many matches. That, you know, you could probably come up with a fucking podcast of the amount of matches and the amount of combinations you can have. Obviously, like a chaos... Uh, bullet club thing because cause literally all the top stars because in the time that it's on um, in June the, the New Japan haven't really got anything on mm. so everybody's going to come over for this because it's in the United Centre everybody's coming over for it if they'd booked a smaller venue in Chicago I'd have been like okay this is going to be like the ROH show yeah well you might get Suzuki on it you might get Ishii on it you know, you might get a couple of others, maybe one. Because don't forget, you know, New, the New Japan Strong ones have had Okada on and will have Okada and Tanahashi on again. And they're selling like 2,000 tickets to those shows. But this crossover, it's again, it's like anything. As soon as you put AEW's name on something, it sells more tickets because it's got more weight behind it. Mm. Like... If you had New Japan WWE crossover, it would sell a lot of tickets because it's a new thing and that kind of stuff. But New Japan on on its own with Okada, you know, it's selling two three thousand tickets for a show, which is a lot. It's not it's not a small amount at all, but it's not nineteen thousand. And because New Japan Strong's really ramping up now. You're gonna see them, I think, regularly putting on shows of two or three thousand people rather yeah. than your thousand to two thousand. Um, but you, it's gonna be everybody. Like it's gonna be absolutely everybody on it, and the top stars from both shows are gonna be on it. Mm. It's. I just don't think it's gonna have the same meaning that people seem to think it's gonna have because of the politics involved in it. You know, you're not gonna get. CM Punk against Okada and CM Punk becomes the new IWGP heavyweight champion. Mm. You ain't gonna get that, which is what people want, but it's not it's just not gonna happen. It's two different brands. But the reason why I, I love it so much, which kind of leads into the next question, is because just because they're doing it. Like I don't give a fuck about who wins, who loses, whether there's any belts on the line or anything like that. You know, if it was a non title match Akada and CM Punk, or Akada and Hangman Page, mm. which has been done before, but it's a non-title match, and you know Hangman loses or Akada loses. I don't give a fuck that it's not for the title. I just want to see New Japan wrestlers and AEW wrestlers coming out to a packed packed crowd. Mm. That's what I want to see. You know, down the line, if you want to do more, because obviously they're going to want to do the G One. 
There's no way the Blackpool Combat Club ain't going to be in the G1. Not a fucking chance. All three of them are going to be in it. And Regal's going to be at ringside. So then the Blackpool Combat Club will be out of AEW for like a month. Mm. because And that's why they're not bringing... Because that's another thing that they were fucking going on about, saying about trios titles. Because there's so many trios in AEW. Yes, there is. But these trios aren't going to be sticking around. Because they are the whole reason why Brian Danielson signed was to be in in New Japan. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason why he signed, not because it was AEW and he thought AEW was great. It was like, no, this is, you know, during the pandemic I can wrestle for AEW and then I can go and do New Japan whenever I want. That's why. So the Blackpool Combat Club are going to be New Japan wrestlers. Yeah. Because Wheeler Yuta's already doing strong, you know, so he's going to be in the G. Maybe not him. But but there's no reason why Yuta couldn't be in the best of the Super Junior, which I don't think they've announced the lineup yet. But there's no reason why he couldn't be in that. So they're gonna be away. Moxley's always on the New Japan cards in in the states, so they're gonna be in Japan at some point. So don't bring the trio titles in yet, I'd say. Um, but yeah, so the question for it is: so before we get started, actually, so shit, the shit acting from Khan. We gotta talk about that. It was fucking horrendous. He's just shit, isn't he? He's just fucking shit. I don't think he... I, I, I think... I, I love all the media stuff he does. Yeah. I don't love the tweeting that he does. I think that's embarrassing. However, the worst part of it is Tony Khan as an on-screen presence. Because <laughs> he has to shout. He has to talk like this. He can never not say anything. Not put it on his voice. Sounds like he's taking a shit. Sounds like he's just run a race. And he's trying to shout. I don't understand it at all. No, why, I, why Why he doesn't just talk into the mic? I, I don't. He, get, he must just get really excited. Like, really excited. Like yeah. He can't contain himself excited. Yeah. He's fucking shit, though. He is a shit on screen. But he's just so easy to, to take the piss out of. Oh. He's just got, like... He's dead easy. He's just... It, He's a, you know, he's a, he's obviously great at what he does, but he, he he does lack charisma, and because he lacks charisma, he does shout and tries to go OTT with everything. But yeah. he hasn't got that that it factor as no. at all. But but you know what? I, when he talks normally, and I know, I know his version of talking normally isn't a normal person speaking, mm. but he's done like those uh, those uh, impact promos. Where he was great, yeah, and he's done ones where he's doing it backstage and he's just talking and he's not. But for some reason, when you put a live mic yeah, in that sad. motherfucker's hand, he instantly talks like this. And oh my god, thank you, Philadelphia. We got a great announcement for you tonight. It's just it's hard to understand him, isn't it? Yeah, just talk normally. Just talk like you do, like backstage. <laughs> you can give a bit of gravitas without, you know. Beautiful example of it is the guy who. Whose music hit, which made he was trying to do a reaction like fucking Vince. And the th- the problem is with this is it give you look at Vince's reactions throughout the years and you think Vince just had it, didn't he? Oh, he he yeah, just fucking yeah. had it. That glass had smashed and his eyes would just close. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it was brilliant. Fuck. He's really good, Vince. He's a great on screen presence. Yeah, yeah. Still is. Still is. Can't take a stunner for shit. But. <laughs> literally the funniest thing I've ever seen but um, he, he did a rope bump <laughs> oh my god love it 
Love it. Anyway. It was anyway. so funny. It was so funny. But yeah, like Vince Vince really is a great on screen presence. He's not on screen enough. There's so many times when Vince has reacted to music or reacted to something in the ring and you just think, God, it's it's just it's easy. But it shows you with Tony Khan that it's not an easy thing to do. Mm. You know, you you're looking for those type you know, it's like less is more. And you know, Jay White's music starts and he and he looks like he shits himself and he's like all tensed up and Jay just comes out, kinda of nods, gets the mic off him, does his Madison Square Garden line and fucks off. But here's the point, here's the main question out of this, and I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this you first because you're getting it. I, no, not you. <laughs> but I may, I may be doing fifteen minutes on this. Okay, well, I need another drink already because I only give myself a teeny drink. Well, but, do, but I'll go do first. you go yeah, first? Yeah. So the question is: yes. so the whole New Japan Forbidden Door AW, mm-hmm. the the thing that's come out of it that the bitches are all bitching about is that there's going to be no build. It's going to interfere with um, next month's pay per view, which is double or nothing. What do they mean, no build? So it's in because it's, so it, it's so soon. So they can't build it properly. So they, these are the arguments I I've seen. And again, you know, it may be a similar answer to one you've already given mm-hmm. on the previous topic. But there's going to be no build. There's going to be no point in it. Your fans are like New Japan already. So it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything to your bottom line. You, you know, yes, you may sell some pay per views, but. You're not going to get new fans. New Japan isn't going to get new fans. Why bother? Why why bother doing this? Because it's not going to help anybody. So does everything need to have a build? <laughs> or can they just put on a good wrestling show? Well, the thing is, we know that it's going to just be a good wrestling show. It's not going to be like storyline. I don't think it's going to start building storylines going into it. I think they'll... I, I just don't... I just think it's going to be a solid wrestling show. That is of its own thing, and it will just continue the storylines that are going on in AEW. Like you say, there'll be a couple of matches that will continue stuff that's going on there. But I can't see anything particularly like huge happening on that show for either brand. To be honest, I think it's just going to be a bit of a a showcase almost. It's very standalone. I was a bit surprised by how quick it is. Like that, I was like, "Shit, that's fucking crazy!" It's in June, and that's mad. But I don't think, but that I think that for, it's for that reason that we have to ac- expect a standalone show because it's the first one. It's a, it's the very first one they're doing, so they're not going to start doing really complex storytelling and stuff. This is a logistical nightmare in itself, so they're not going to start ferrying people over weeks early to start calling people out and it becomes AEW versus New Japan that's just in my opinion I could be completely wrong but to me I just the New Japan wrestlers are busy enough the AEW wrestlers are busy enough I just can't see them being able to spare each other in the run up to it there might be a couple of video shout outs Um, as for like what's the point it's not adding anything I mean that just sounds like an abused WWE fan talking to me. Like, we've, you've just, you know, like, I, I've been there. Um, you just, you're abused for so many years because they don't actually cater to what anything fans want. They just do their own thing. 
regardless of it being detrimental for some fans and you know like putting matches together that don't make sense putting people over it doesn't make sense putting the unpopular person over sacking people's favorite wrestlers they never do anything for the fans everything is self-serving absolutely everything and of course AEW new japan will be self-serving it's business it's got to make money however when something's put on for the joy of the fans you have to accept that it's put on for the joy of the fans because it's a joyful event that loads of people are going to be thrilled by and absolutely love they're going to it's going to be packed out you know like me, me and you're in america at the time we can't make it work logistically to get there but we're going it's, to be able it's to it's far too much money we're going to be able to watch it you know we'll get the pay-per-view and stuff but um it it just it's it's like if it was any other industry and I guess it's a bad example. Maybe it's a bad example. But if it's any other industry where it was, it would be like, what is the point in making another Marvel film? They've made the Avengers now. They've got the fans. They're not giving anyone anything new. What's the fucking point? What's the fucking point? Make something different. Why are you serving all those fans? They've seen it. They've been there. They've done it. You're not getting anybody. No one knew who's watching Marvel now. We've peaked. It's the same thing. And it's like, well, we're going to... They, they do make a lot of money for those people. Again, there's the commercial aspect of it. But we make those particular films because we know people enjoy them and watch them. We don't then... If it was WWE, for example, I'm sorry to shit on them. If WWE made Avengers films, they'd then just go, yeah, we're not going to make any more now. We're just going to make another one something different we're going to kill them all off we're actually going to just kill them all off and start again it's like oh okay well now we're all really disappointed but I guess we trust you because you've made such really good films in the past so we'll keep watching them but we're really sad now but we'll just we'll stick with it it's like just accept that something nice is happening and don't be suspicious and don't be fucking whinging and say it and the, the fun thing that I'm completely missing here in all of this that completely just cuts out anything else I've just said the business of wrestling is none of our business what companies do and it's like why are randomers getting concerned oh why are they doing that it's not going to add any more viewers it's not going to make them any more money it's like oh my god you're literally just a punter you're just a person who watches the show why are you asked about making money and getting viewers I know Everyone has a chat about viewership and stuff, but it's like, I couldn't give a flying fuck about Tony Khan's bank account for AEW. I don't care. I don't care about any of the profits. Not my not my problem. It's not my fucking problem. My, my thing is, just entertain me. Because the moment you stop, I'm probably not going to watch. The moment you stop, I'm probably not going to buy a t-shirt. I'm probably not going to go and watch your shows if you come to the UK or if I'm over there. So just entertain me. That's all I'm concerned about. I should be concerned about things like booking decisions, maybe, like that could have been better or... But not business. And I feel like the fans have gotten so, like, hit up about the business side of things. It's like they're almost having board meetings on Twitter about <laughs> winning new fans and what's the point? What doesn't make any business sense? It's like, what? who, who are you? Are you the investors? I kind of are, but 
You know what? Yeah, but not but, of AEW because it's a privately owned company. But you know what I mean? It's like everyone, people are acting like they are at, at the board and they've made a significant investment and they might have to oust the chairman because because of uh, his fucking l- lack of, what do you call it? Vote of no confidence. They're all like getting together. Oh, we need to get a fucking vote of no confidence. Tony Khan. It's not making any business sense with this one. It's like, what are you on about? Have you ever had the same discussion about the person who runs ITV when you've seen a shit episode of Saturday Night Takeaway? <laughs> Have you ever thought, what the fuck are ITV thinking? Jesus Christ, they're not even winning any new audience with this Ant and Deck. It's like, no, you know, you don't care. Like, you don't think like that. So wrestling, you need to probably start thinking about like when you watch telly. I don't know. Am I making any sense? Perfect sense. To the point right. where you've stolen all my points. Oh, no. Right, well, I'm going to get another drink, so good luck with that. <laughs> okay, let me try and fish something else out. Because it's literally every single point I was going to make. You're kind of looking at me at one point like I was making no sense. No, no, no not at all. It was like you absolutely hit the nail on the head again for the second straight segment. Not that you never don't hit it there. Thanks. Listen, right. So let me, let me try and think of something slightly different because the thing is with that is you literally hit every point that I was going to make is because I even tweeted and I know you didn't you didn't see it because I was tweeting it like daft o'clock at night I tweeted about wrestling fans being involved in the business of wrestling companies is embarrassing that was my point because it is embarrassing it is embarrassing it's like when you know, Manchester United fans going about, and I know you know Gary Neville's got a point because the Glazers take money out of the, the bit out of the out of United every year, mm. and that the the ground is falling apart and the training facilities aren't as good as they should be. However, from a tweet that I think Axel retweeted in the last, I don't know if it was five or ten, I think it was ten years, Manchester United have spent the most money on players than any other team in the world. So again, you can't, you know, what you t- what you're talking about. You don't, you're talking shit. So, so I tweeted that about it being embarrassing, but that that is just funny to me. The whole people getting involved with the business side of things and will it make new fans and will it, you know, do anything for New Japan and all this kind of stuff. Well, yes, it will. It will do stuff for New Japan. So let's 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 address that first. New Japan World subscriptions. When Chris Jericho was there three or four years ago, doubled. Ooh, beep, beep. New Japan World subscriptions doubled when Chris Jericho was there. So instantly your argument holds no water. How it wouldn't make new fans for New Japan and how you know people that have been used on the show have not been used well and they've just been like... They've just been beaten, basically. But... You know, not everyone can win every fucking match. You know, would I would would I have took the belt off Suzuki, the ROH TV Championship, so quickly? Probably not. But he's got to go back to Japan. He can't have that belt. What is he going to be walking around? You know, wrestling Don Taku, bleeding house shows with the ROH TV Championship? No, he's not, because he doesn't want to. He just wants to have a match. And this is my thing. So when I went on Twitter after after Dynamite on the Thursday and I saw so many people bitching about this and I had to look into it because I obviously saw like Kyle talking about it and I was like what the fuck's he on about 
And then I just did like five minutes of light perusing. And I just thought, this is why I don't fucking do this anymore. Mm. This is why I don't look at what people's opinions of wrestling shows are anymore. Because you can't you can't have any fun anymore. Nobody can have any fun. So if you're a WWE fan, you can't have any fun because all the wrestling fans are calling your show shit and they're saying your booking's crap and you don't do anything. I agree with that statement, but I don't go on Twitter and bash WWE every fucking moment I get. I could have had a field day when Austin Theory pinned Finn Balor clean. But I didn't because, oh, they want to create a new star. They want to create Austin Theory. He's the next John Cena, apparently. So, you know, fair fair dues. Finn Balor's probably out of the door. And if he is out of the door, awesome, because I get to see him in a company that I watch, which is anybody but fucking WWE. <clears throat> so, most of the things I was seeing was that this isn't going to get you any new fans. And, and there was one one girl in particular that I kind of re- recognised the name of. So I think it was somebody we did follow and then I, in one of my muting things, muted her. She was like an ex-WWE writer and was getting dogpiled on. So I think everything kind of spurned from a tweet that this person did. Um, massive New Japan flag, uh, flag on the p- picture and the profile picture. And was basically, I can't remember exactly what he said, but every single point I fundamentally disagreed with. And it was just like, you can't build, there's going to be no new stars coming out of it, New Japan aren't going to get any new fans, AEW isn't going to get any new fans. I was like, okay. And then I, and I kind of thought about it for a couple of minutes. And then decided to put my train of thought out there, which got a lot of positive response even though I did clog up your timeline and I have learned you have told me how to do it do a thread do a thread next time so I'm not <laughs> completely blocking up your your um timelines but I, I just thought to myself like okay I've been talking about this New Japan AW crossover for ages now it feels like it's at least a year at least a year, a year of, I can kind of see where this is going. I can't wait until they go in this direction. And then when it happens, do I think the um, do I think the way they announced it was worthy? No, no, I don't. I don't think it was. You know, Tony Khan coming out and then the pre- introducing the president of New Japan. When he said, "Oh." President of New Japan, you know, I, I went, oh shit. I was like, oh shit, this is fucking serious. And like, he comes out and he shakes his hand looking dapper as fucking cans in a fucking sports coat. <laughs> it's but, his thing, it's his shtick, babe. Christ. At least he's got, he's, at least he's doing a bit of self branding. Yeah, he's Jaguar's fucking <laughs> sports coat. I love that coat. I know, I know you do. I you, really want one. I want to go dressed as Tony Khan to an AEW show. I'll get a little wig. Little a little black curly wig, and I want to wear that jacket and well, some black one jeans. One one and I want to have some like he wears that like, aviators, doesn't he? Sunglasses sometimes. Yeah, that's what I want us both to go dress like Tony Khan. That's funny. That that's really funny. But you can't buy that jacket. No, I've looked. Uh, well, I was even it, like, I'll pay, I'll pay whatever it takes. I'll I get bet it. it costs a lot of money. Yeah, I'll fucking take it. Maybe I'll tweet him. He usually applies <laughs> to people, doesn't he? <coughs> oh, oh, that's why I don't drink water. Christ. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I thought about it for a couple of minutes. <coughs> Do I think the way they announced it was great? No, I don't. Like, just having Switchblade come out. Go uh, just do a stock promo about I sold out Madison Square Garden. <coughs> oh, excuse shit, Jesus excuse works. me. We're down the wrong hole. Yeah, it's because it's water and not something fizzy. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the issue with the whole JY Impact wrestling thing is that these wrestling fans have now seen JY in Impact, and I do think it's diminished his star power a little bit. But not to me. I still think he's amazing. However, I didn't. I didn't particular. I wasn't particularly impressed by the, the reveal. But I'm glad the reveal happened, and I was buzzing for it. I remember tweeting. I think at the time, I watched it. Just like God, this is exciting. Like this is great. Like I'm so happy <laughs> they're doing this. And, di- and 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 you know, we're all everyone. Everyone who's listening to this. We're all, you know, in that bracket of probably too smart for wrestling than we than we should be. Then it's good. Then it's you know, it's it's not good to be this into it because you know everything that goes on, and we we all know they're not gonna do title versus title. We all know that they're not gonna do fucking you know New Japan loses every match, AW loses every match. It's not gonna be like Survivor Series. Where there's going to be a counter in the corner where New Japan's won one match, AEW's won another. More than likely, it is going to look like the Madison Square Garden uh, G1 Supercard, where there's going to be New Japan matches on it, there's going to be AEW matches on it, and there's also going to be a little bit of a crossover. You know, there's going to be like a Chaos versus the best, or oh, best friends are in Chaos, so that's a bad example. But, you know, best friends with. That might even be a thing where it's like a five on five, and the and a card is in the chaos match. You, we don't know at this point. We don't know. You know, Cole faced Ishii in the Owen Hart and beat Ishii uh, in a great match. From all I sort of skipped through it because I because I saw, unfortunately, saw a spoiler. Somebody bitching again, like, oh my god, I can't believe they just beat Ishii. It's like Ishii loses on everything for fuck's sake. You know, it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. So I was, like, super excited for it. And then the next day, you know, I wake, well, I didn't wake up because I stayed up all night like a fucking idiot um, to go to Lanc- Lancaster. And maybe there was a bit of that in it because I'd been up for, like, fucking 30 continuous hours. And I just, I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, okay. So because I'm excited for something that I know isn't going to be like the the dream show and that's kind of what I was saying before Kyle is I don't think I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed by it I don't think the the fans that are going to buy the pay-per-view are going to just be disappointed by it but I think there's going to be a lot of people that are like oh my god they're doing a new Japan a, a, an IWGP heavyweight title match between Osprey and Okada like oh we've seen that like well have you seen it have you got New Japan World have you I bet you fucking haven't um, but there's going to be things like that that people are going to be able to poke, poke holes in because it's not a big enough stage. They're not going to do... Well, they might do a title change, but they're not going to have, like, you know, CM Punk winning the IWGP heavyweight title, which is what these WWE fans... Because let's, let's be honest, I've not seen one person that I know on Twitter who is an AEW fan complain about this at all. They're just fucking buzzing about it. Mm. And a lot of people I've spoke to 
and that we speak to speak on regularly haven't seen New Japan. So it's their op- their opportunity to see these people and have why would you want Okada to have a match with like Wardlow? You want him to have one with Naito and put a five-star fucking quality match on so that everybody in that arena is like going crazy because you all know they will and they might not sell the building out. Who cares if, they, like Dave Meltzer, oh, they're not going to say sell the building out because they've been drawing really bad in Chicago since the punk thing. It's fatigue. <laughs> it's like, no, this is a completely different thing. This is them putting on a fucking gigantic show that is revolutionary for, for the wrestling business. So there's your wrestling business thing. You know, Tony Khan has shown <coughs> he is willing to work with anybody. They've worked with Impact. He's now bought ROH. He's working he's got a working relationship with New Japan. There's the um the thing that they've done uh with I can't remember what the organize is it all Japan? I don't think it is all Japan. But the, but they've basically there's um, uh, Tokyo Josie Pro, which is the women's wrestling thing, where they're bringing a load of women's wrestlers over. And there's also the the men's division of, of a similar thing that I can't remember what it's called. But they're going to be bringing them over as well. So they've got other Japanese wrestling companies that they're working with, not just New Japan. It's like he's, he'll work with anybody and he'll do a show with anybody because he loves wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's a complete nerd for wrestling. The only difference between him and us is he's a billionaire. Because we'd probably be doing the same thing. Richie Rich. He's Richie Rich. So when I went on and I saw people basically saying that if you're excited... The tweet that took me over the edge was... And it could have been a bot as I tweeted about, you know. But the tweet that sent me over the edge was somebody basically... And it had like fucking 300 retweets basically saying that you were an idiot if you were excited about this because it's not going to do anything for your ratings it's not going to do anything for the business's bottom lines and i just thought is this what is this what it's got to that i can't be excited about something anymore and to flip it the other way you know if somebody who like watched WWE every week and heard me and was a big fan of Austin Theory and heard me pissing on the fact that he beat Finn Balor. I I understand the how hypocritical it can sound. But I'm not going on Twitter and making sure everybody fucking knows that I think that Austin Theory beat Finn Balor clean for the US title is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. But it is what it is, and I don't watch that show for, for many reasons, things like that being one of them. So for people to be like kind of laughing, it's it's, it's this schoolboy bully mentality. It's like people laughing at wrestling fans. So now now you've got a, a situation where, when WWE was like its own the only option for big wrestling shows, like you could watch fucking tons of indies. ROH was going, Impact was going, but all these things got a hundred thousand per week at best. But if you wanted to watch a big wrestling show in a big arena every week, you had to watch Raw or SmackDown. If you wanted to watch a pay-per-view show or a premium event, as they're calling them now, in a stadium, you had to watch WWE. Because, again, Wrestle Kingdom's in a a baseball stadium. They don't fill it. It's 40 to 50,000. 50,000 if they've got overseas talent. 40 if they've not 
and that's you know before the pandemic which those, those stadium shows you know during the pandemic when they did open them up it, it looked bad mm. like there was hardly anybody in the seats they were just sat on the floor it's bad so if you wanted to watch a big event you had to watch WWE and they knew that that's why they've been shit for so long why do you think Wrestlemania was actually decent this year do you think it's because Vince all of a sudden remembered how to book or do you think that they thought right well actually we're going to have to fucking put a good show on here because everybody's leaving to go the other way and we're going to show the one person who's come back the other way that we can actually do something that's what it is so it's this fucking schoolboy bully mentality of now because so yeah so that was my point so when that was the case it's like everybody look, is looking down on professional wrestling which at the time is WWE if that's all you know even though they don't they hate the term pro wrestling so you've got all these people from the outside and again how many times have I said this on this show about people looking at you as if you got three heads because you <laughs> like professional wrestling how many fucking times Chris Horrix a lot of times to the point where you quote it back at us all the fucking time yep right everybody on the outside is looking at us as if we're fucking mental not just like weird or a bit nerdy because they like video games or a bit nerdy because they like comic books we're fucking mental like my dad when he he asks me about the fucking podcast raises an eyebrow because he's like professional wrestling really (laughs) Cause he, cause everybody, he, does. Every, everybody does <laughs> so now we're in a situation where not only have we got that to deal with but we've got each other to fucking deal with as well so we've got the, the higher mighty WWE fans who are like oh well, I don't know why you'd be excited about that nobody fucking knows who New Japan are nobody gives a shit about AEW it only get right AEW's like the in the top five of cable TV shows Every fucking week for Dynamite. <laughs> They're in the top 50 for Rampage. Doesn't matter what the fucking viewing figures are. And that's taken into account 256 channels. They're in the top five. They're in the fucking top five. There is a lot of us. There is a lot of people who watch that in America. Mm. And yeah, WWE with DVR numbers are like over 5 million. AW with DVR numbers are over 2 million, sometimes 3, depending on what's going on. That's a fucking lot of people. Both companies are selling, on average, like six to 8,000 tickets per show. That's t- televised. House shows are like 3,000, which you know WWE needs to knock on the head, but they obviously find some value in it. That's a lot of fucking tickets. Little Wayne, I saw, was trending on Twitter the other day. <laughs> shouting at Texas because only fucking 10, 10% of the arena was sold Jesus. and he was like what the fuck Texas that's <laughs> somebody who's considered like a rap I think he's a rap rapper but like a superstar a superstar <laughs> musical act and they're not selling the same amount of tickets as this pro wrestling show that everybody looks down on so they know that AW is like you know considered a, a wrestling show and maybe, yeah, maybe we are the more the nerds. Maybe we are more nerdy for wrestling. Maybe we prefer, you know, a great submission sequence over a wedding angle. Or multiple wedding angles that finish with roll-ups for a, for a 
24-7 title. Maybe we do prefer that. So we're, so we're the nerds. So not only have we got the outsiders looking at us going, what the fuck are you doing with your life? But now we've got the high and mighty WWE fans saying, well, you're not going to get any more fans that way. And then you've got the nerdy AEW fans going, your show shit. You know, I, I think only one has, has a, a basis in reality, but I'll let you pick which one. But, and I just lost it. <laughs> I just completely lost it. I was like, okay, so I can't fucking enjoy something that I've been looking forward to for ages because it doesn't make sense business-wise. Because it doesn't make sense because it doesn't have a build. Because it doesn't make sense because your fans are all already know who Akada is. Already know who Tanahashi is. Right, so I can't fucking look forward to this show because you're telling me that I shouldn't. That's the fucking problem. We do a podcast and we give you our opinions on things. But as we always say, because really we don't fucking care as long as you're watching something you're enjoying. I don't give a shit if you watch WWE. I'm not going to think any less of you as a human being if you thought Austin Theory or now Theory, because they can't have fucking first or last names that are their own, even though you had a guilt edge storyline angle there. <laughs> Because fucking Vince took the worst stunner in history. So that's why you get rid of the Austin name. Maybe they did do that, who knows. But you can watch whatever you want. I can I can give you my opinion on it. But if you tweet me and say, actually, I really like WWE at the moment. I'd be like, fucking good for you. Mm. Don't hear us taking the piss out of Brian. Because he's going to go, in his own words, go down with a ship. You know, because he watches what he fucking wants. He's got a young family. He's probably not got a lot of fucking time because he's working and doing his DJ and stuff. So he likes... It's comfort. Put WWE on because I like it. Mm. Why the fuck not? I like watching New Japan the best. It's better than AEW. Anybody who wants to argue with me can, but but they're wrong. New Japan as a show is better than AEW because I prefer high-quality technical professional wrestling. And I don't like when big fucking dudes get in there and botch moves. I don't, because I think it looks shit. You know, it doesn't matter how good Sandam Singh was after the ROH Championship match on Battle for the Belts that nobody saw. You know, I I don't give a fuck about that. You know, you're basically bringing in a guy who is going to get your TV ratings in, in... India, which is exactly what WWE did with a great Carly, and everybody remembers that bamboo shit show that was going on there. That's what the that's what AEW's like leaning towards. They're leaning towards trying to make big deals in foreign countries, and I don't like it. It's crap, but I like AEW because I think the show as a whole is great. But you're always going to have things you nitpick. Mm. But don't fucking tell me that I can't get excited for a show that has got. My, my two favourite wrestling companies in it, where they're doing a show together, where they've promised and Khan has not gone back on a promise, this is what everybody fucking forgets, when Khan promises something, he actually follows through with it, and he doesn't book matches and then change the match so you never fucking see it he doesn't put a face on a poster for a local territory and then that wrestler's not even there he doesn't hot shot fucking book to counter program against other wrestling shows. Khan doesn't book somebody like Brock Lesnar for a house show because they're not selling enough tickets. 
every single thing he, he says he's gonna do, he does. And if and if it doesn't quite work, like the bomb and all that kind of stuff, he explains it. And yes, most of the time he says it's somebody else's fault. But when he when he promises something, he delivers. So all the AEW fans know that, which is why they watch every week and why their pay-per-view buy rates are huge compared to their <clears throat> viewership. It's over 10%. Pay-per-view buy rates are around 10%, notoriously, compared to the TV viewers. It's about 10%. AEW's is routinely about 18 So when he promises something... He delivers, which is why the fans keep investing in it. So for people to fucking say to me that I shouldn't be excited about a dual pay-per-view from two of my favourite companies just because it won't further anything is fucking unbelievable. And it goes beyond this whole bullshit WWE versus AEW crap. It's you're fundamentally telling me what I should and shouldn't like, which again, you know, you can attribute to fucking WWE because they've been doing that for years with their own show. But now, fuck off. If you don't think it's great, give your opinion on why it's great or start your own podcast and give your opinion why you don't think it's great. But don't fucking attack other people who like different things. Mm. Because this, the whole thing with this now, and it's because it's become like a fun thing for these pricks to do it's like when they announce the card it's going to get run down when it's when the show's on it's going to get run down if there's one empty seat in that that arena it's going to get run down if there's one wrestler who can't come because of covid it'll get it'll that's get run down yep. if they don't do a title ma- title for title match it's going to get run down mm. like it's like you can't fucking put anything on anymore just because because why is this so really think about it Think about why they're doing it. Why, you know, ask yourself right now and say it out loud why they're doing it. Why you think they're doing it. And if you say for money, you're wrong. Because they can both make money. Both completely make money. New Japan is a smaller company. So the the argument there is you could, you could get some more subscribers to New Japan World. You're not going to get Japanese subscribers to New Japan World. Well, you might do because you've put AEW and Dynamite on there. For free, by the way. For fucking free. So Tony Khan, to make this happen, has given them his weekly TV show for free. Probably just say, hey, what do you think of this? Have these have these on New Japan World, Dynamite and Rampage, free to all New Japan subscribers, New Japan World subscribers, but maybe twice a year you come over and do a pay-per-view with us. So why do you think he's done that? Do you think that do you think that makes good business sense? Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't make good fucking business sense. They're selling a pay-per-view that they're probably 50-50 in. So they might get 6 million each if it sells well, which I don't think it will. I don't think it'll sell as many as double or nothing, which is the month before. So people will be like, "Well, I bought double or nothing the month before, maybe I won't buy it the month afterwards." All right? Do you think they know that? Of course they know that. So again, ask yourself why they're doing it. They're doing it because it's a fucking cool thing to do for wrestling fans. And if more people come along for the ride, so be it. But Tony Khan is going to be in a really dangerous position where he can't do these sort of things anymore. He signed his CM Punk. He signed 
is Brian Danielson and debuted him. Adam Cole's debuted. This is the next thing. By ROH, have an ROH show that everybody's talking about and the fans really enjoyed. Now he's working with New Japan and they're going to put on a joint pay-per-view. When he runs out of things to, to, to fucking do, he might sell that bitch. And he might get out. He might just say, yeah, I've done everything I want to do now. Once once he's done a fucking stadium show that looks, probably isn't as well attended, but looks like a WrestleMania or a Wrestle Kingdom, he might fucking sell it for like a billion and just go and just wash his hands of it. He might just go, oh, I'm kind of bored now. There's nothing for me to do anymore. Because he, he fucking might do. Because he's got, he, he looks like he's got fucking ADHD or autism. His brain might go on to something else. He might buy a baseball team. And then he's going to start doing the fucking baseball team thing for a bit. So the fact that he's putting on a show. Because don't, don't get me wrong. like Don't give New Japan any credit in this whatsoever. Because they don't fucking deserve any. Because to get New Japan to do the ROH thing was massive. And took ages. And they were always had New Japan stars on the Supercard of Honor um, cards. Because I went back and watched them all. But to do that Madison Square Garden one. It took them fucking loads. And they didn't have any inter-brand matches. There'll be more. There'll be slightly more, I think, inter-brand matches on this one. But he's doing it because he knows his fan base really fucking well. And, he, and it, Because he's cultivated the fan base mm. to love really good professional wrestling. And he puts on the TV show Dynamite and Rampage every week. And yeah, Rampage's viewing figures isn't great. And Dynamite should be hitting over a million, but it isn't. And he does his vignettes and his and he's weird segments and all oh, the baddies are in the crowd. Let's cut to the hot, not hot women. You know, he's doing all that for the casual fan. And it infuriates me. Because, because you know, pro wrestling doesn't have that many fans. And it's fucking infuriating. But the pay-per-views, the pay-per-views are where the pro wrestling fans will buy that pay-per-view and will watch it. Yeah, maybe it won't draw as many as Double or Nothing, but does it have to? Does it have to? If they got 10,000 pay-per-view buys instead of 100,000, but they sold and they sold 10,000 tickets, so there was 9,000 tickets that were sold, and they only did 10,000 pay-per-view buys, does that mean it wasn't worth doing? No. Because I don't give a fuck about that. I love... The fact that they're doing it. it don't, they don't have to do anything. They don't have to put any matches against each other. It can just be a joint promoted show with their own matches. And I'll fucking buzz off it. Because that's what I want to see, really. I don't want to see Wardlow against Naito. Because it's not going to be a great match because they don't know each other. I want to see Ibushi against Naito. I want to see Okada against Omega. I want to see Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr. People that know each other and have wrestled before. I don't want to see... Fucking the Dark Order versus um, Lij or whatever. I don't think I've said that right, but um, Naito's group. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that. I want to see singles matches where they're going fifty minutes. That's what I want to see because that's a, that's the style that I like. I want to see Adam Cole against fucking Abushi or whatever. You know, Adam Cole against Shingo is what I want to see. 
You know, Tai Chi can have a singles match if he wants. You know, I want to see Gorillas of Destiny against the Young Bucks. I don't want to see fucking, you know, crap matches that may mean more in the long run. I don't want to see CM Punk on there. Because I think he's great, but he's he's going to stick out like a sore dick. But him against Kent is perfect. That's the only thing I want to see with CM Punk in it. But Brian Danielson, Blackpool Combat Club on there, absolutely. But to say that I can't fucking enjoy it, and like I said on Twitter, I realise I've been ranting for quite a while here because my throat's dry and he's started thinking about fucking buffalo chicken wings again. <laughs> it's like me ordering a cheeseburger, it turning up a year later, and then being told I, I can't enjoy it because there's some people that don't like cheeseburgers. Fuck yourself. Go and fuck yourself, every single one of you fat, virgin, retarded cunts. Every fucking one of you. Anybody who's keyboarded, worrying, worrying, because I, I consider myself quite a nerdy person. I think we all are who watch this. But I don't go on fucking running down everybody who likes WWE. I just think they like different things to me. And they're in the majority. So it'd be easier to punch up. But any fucking fat, and I'll repeat it, fat, ugly, virgin cunts taking the piss out of AEW fans because they like a Japanese wrestling show are just scum. Absolutely scum of the earth. And anybody who's going on about it from a fucking business point of view, like it doesn't make business sense to give somebody something that they enjoy, you're embarrassing. You're absolutely embarrassing yourself and you need to take yourself for a walk. Do you want some good news? Christ, what's the good news? Wrexham lost. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> Wrexham get battered everywhere they go. Oh, let me see that. As if they lost and we lost as well. They were trending. I was like, oh no. I had a little nosy while you were ranting. And then it was like some like fucking stunning goal. Won it for... It, it was... 86 minute woking. Mm-hmm. Woking, you beautiful <laughs> bastards. That is funny. Considering, like, we lost 2-1 as well. Anyone who doesn't know that, I'm a Stockport County fan. I saw so many Wrexham fans losing it, as you would do. As you would do. When um, when County lost this afternoon, because they kicked off at <coughs> 20 past five, and they fucking lost as well. Oh, my God, that is just... Imagine if both teams just lost every game from now to the end of the season. I'm sure somebody else would win the title. I think Halifax can do it. Oh, God almighty, that is hilarious. Poor Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) I thought you'd like that one. Poor Ryan Reynolds. I feel like I went on for a long time then. You, You did. Considering you basically said what I said, but in a short, concise and interesting way. No, no. No, no. I just think it's bollocks. I, I, know. I think it's fucking yeah. bollocks. Like, you can't like anything anymore. You've got to stay off Twitter. You've got to stay off Twitter. It's so hard to do, though. It is. I know it is. So I know hard. it's difficult. I know it's tricky. But if it if it really gets you go like this, then you need to just fuck it off. Yeah, I know. But I, I know because sometimes I'm up for it. Sometimes I'm up for a scrap. And like those those tweets were to goad some people into trying responding. Because I saw that Kyle was sort of getting into it with people. I was like, fuck it, come on then. 
And obviously, all I got was like, "Yeah, you're right, man." <laughs> I was like, I was kind of like, you know, because you, I can't remember you trying to talk to me like while I was tweeting. I was like, "Come on, somebody, somebody, tell me I'm wrong for liking this." But I think I put it in such a way that you can't really. So, but you know, you know, sometimes I'm up for it. Sometimes yeah. I'm up for a scrap. I don't like getting things spoiled for me. Like I got Rampage spoiled for me. Um, but that's my own fault for going on the homepage, and somebody going, "Oh, Ishii just lost!" Like fucking hell. When you do it properly, wins and losses don't matter at that level. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Maybe a champion, maybe a new star, maybe you protect a new star. But you know, I, do you know what the, the the thing for me is? Is like we we've always felt like on the outside by liking wrestling mm. and, I, and it's not a particularly a place that i'm not familiar with you know i'm into metal you know my music taste is different to people mainstream things if i say even though they were in an arena they did a uk arena tour if i say the term ghost to people they think of those two losers making a a, a vase a, 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 <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> Those two losers Those make it. Two. Andy sums up. Andy gives you a film plot, but out of context film plot. Two losers who make a vase. <laughs> What's the song? What's the song? Uh, Unchained gonna... Melody in it. Unchained Melody. Is it that? Oh my. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My darling. Imagine if Ghost covered that and they do it. Really well. <laughs> fucking hell, Ghost. But, yeah, but you know, like they're a fucking arena rock band. And if you say the term ghost to somebody... Oh, no, I've said it to... No everyone I've said it to has said... There was, I think there was... Didn't... The only person who's ever... Has anyone known who they were? Lee. Lee's the only Lee. one. Lee! I knew and that there was, was And that was on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I knew there was said, oh, yeah, ghosts, ghosts are always fun. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, somebody else who knows who, who's heard of them. It's wild, not, isn't it? Not just know, not just know it, but just heard of them. Well, there's so many subcultures, and there always has been. And I guess when you've been, you know, you've always, I've, I've kind of always, not always, but I guess like in my sort of like mid-teens to later, subculture stuff. I've always, I've been really into. Yeah. So I, I was. But but like the thing is, I think a lot of people are into things in a real. Again, this just this reveals a bit about my personality, I guess. When I like something, I'm kind of like, I just dive into it, and I really like yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm not like, as you heard before with me talking about the wrestling names, I'm not so obsessive with AEW that I know every little lick and twist and all that shit. I don't. There are some names where, if you show me the face, I can tell you all the matches they've done, but I don't know the names. Mm. So I'm not that obsessive where you could put me on mastermind and it's my specialist subject. But when I do like something, I tend to just fall into it completely. Yeah, And it's the same with, like, so at school it was probably Buffy the Vampire Slayer when I was, like, 14. Loads of people watched it, but I dressed like her. I bought all the fucking merch. I had a velvet diary with a little gold B at the bottom. You know, I used to go to Manchester Library and read up on fucking law and all sh- fucking random shit, like yeah. fucking old vampire crap. It's like I just, I just go hard on stuff. Me too. You know what I do. <laughs> yeah, you do, and I guess we've sort of like, and the fact that when you know, like we had our sort of like first night out where we ended up snogging. <laughs> then you know we started talking about wrestling yeah 
we talked about wrestling on that mm. night and we were with a bunch of people you just done a gig we were walking to a music place like i don't know where the fuck we were going it was the garret yeah next to fifth fifth half yeah and it's Luckily, like we had we no go in fifth half. we had no fucking business to be talking about wrestling and i was i hadn't Fuck fucking watched it got, i was talking about trish stratus i was like oh trish stratus she was my fucking hero i just thought she was awesome and that was i remember saying that so i had nothing really to contribute but i remember thinking oh yeah i used to love that shit like i re- and i still thought about it all the time the balls on me i must have said oh i watch wrestling maybe because that's not the first thing you want to say to a <laughs> potential suitor and that's what i'm saying you know you know if you if you fucking go go up to somebody in a bar somebody you find attractive and go quite like professional wrestling (laughs) that might end your night or you might get a life partner out of it (laughs) so start doing it is what i'm saying it's a fine line though isn't there fact what between very there's a fine line between stuff like that where saying you like it but then giving every giving the person you're trying to chat up chapter and verse on everything you know about it. Oh yeah, if they if they say I don't like it, you move on. That's the one don't, thing don't, I did always don't, find. Don't be in a relationship that doesn't have a wrestling fan, guys. Come on. I've, about, I always found Get that about like very dweeby blokes in particular. Sorry to say. It's all right. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, I know, I know. But like. <laughs> Whenever, like, if I was at college or something, back when I was, like, age 16 to 18, and there'd be somebody else there who was into, like, dweeby stuff that I liked, they'd make it their mission to tell me they knew more, or they were better, or they had more shit, or they knew it more, and they'd try and, like, go, oh, but you don't know it, though, do you? They're trying to impress you. Yeah, and it's like, you you know what you're doing when you do that? You're making somebody hate you <laughs> they don't want to fuck you they actually fucking hate you they're not impressed yeah. they just think you're a dick so yeah. it's like remember the buffy buffy cards guy i told you about oh yeah so yeah. I, i'll just tell this story so i i went to college and there was a, a lad there who um <laughs> it, yeah he's it it an odd boy but um he he kind of like we were talking about buffy the vampire slayer or some shit and He's, he was like, for some reason, he said, oh, do you uh, collect Buffy trading cards? And I said, no. No, I don't. Absolutely not, no. Um, and he was like, I've got them all. And I was like, right, okay, that's cool. And then, because I started to sense that this 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 bloke was lying about right. stuff. Because it was like, he'd never mentioned Buffy. He'd, he'd talk about a lot of shit. And then I said, I like Buffy. And he said, oh, I've got all these cards. I was like, oh, cool. Are I didn't you... know they did trading. How many neither, trading... Did, neither did I. How many trading cards would they have had? Neither Co- did I. Of course they had them all. You got you fucking sent off for him with a pack of Frosties. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's how you got them all. But but then I said, right, why don't you bring them in? <laughs> and I did. I said, bring them in. And he said, okay, I will. The next time I said, have you got them cards? And he went, no, my house burnt down. <laughs> No, he didn't. He, did. he didn't say my house burned down. He did. Down. He said he, my house would burn down. <laughs> All these poor virgins. And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, mate. Come on. But, um, yeah, that was that was a struggle. But um, My house burnt down. Yeah, my house burnt down. But my clothes are clean. I'm still in college. You yeah. know, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My just back the next day. Down. House burnt down. I lost all the cards. It's like, oh my God, you could have said anything. Literally, you could have just said, do you know what, Gemma? I don't want to fucking bring them to college because they're worth so much money. So no, you'll have to come round to my oh, house and have oh, sex yeah. with me. 
<laughs> that was so much better than what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, no, I'm sorry, I don't have the cards. I just want to see you naked. <laughs> just that, like in the canteen, like no, I don't have them because I, I said that just because I wanted to see you nude. That was just, you know, well that you have to come round and have sex with me, and then I'll show them you, yeah. Yeah. It was the same lad that I bumped into when I was at university. <laughs> and, um, oh God, this it's really hard to say this without sounding really offensive. Ah, he's not going to listen, is he? No, it? it's really offensive Do to we... say this, but, like, he was a he, he was a big fella. Big-ish. You know, he wasn't like... He was a big fella, though. And he looked the same when I bumped into him at uni. And he said... Hi, how's it going? And I was like, yeah, yeah, going well, how are you? And he's like, as you can see, I've been working out. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't look any different. Of course he didn't. (laughs) Just like, yeah. Oh, well done. Well done, you. do you know what? Well, that's the thing. (laughs) And we've all been there. We've all been there. No, I know, I know. When we've tried too hard and it didn't come off. Everyone's been there. Well, that, to kind of drag it back to this point, is a similar thing. It's you don't know as much as I do. And I hate that. I think that's yeah. a really shit part of fandom. I think that some of the fucking incels of the world would have much better luck with women if they didn't feel the need to... If they didn't feel like they had to impress women with the amount of knowledge that they had. And it's the same goes with girls, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. there's some yeah, blokes no, listening to this who's been at the well, receiving end of girls going, well, I know more than you in, a, in well, 1975 the big, and the all big that thing, shit. The big thing from this, and I didn't see the people dogpiling on her, but it was a girl who said it. Which, again, you know, leads to the to the dweeby lads who are like, well, what do you know? Um, but, that's, but that's the problem, is everyone's trying to outsmart each other. And... You can say something that you think might be smart about wrestling, but at the end of the day, it's about a fake fight. And they're putting a show on <laughs> that is what a lot of people want. And just and, and it's the it's the counterculture. It's the you know, there's a lot of people that are happy about something, so we're gonna piss on it. Yeah, everyone wants to be heard as well, and Twitter gives you a chance where before um, or anything online, if there was something happening like the Forbidden Door show, you just have to like quietly stew on all your little thoughts on it mm. and maybe share it with like the one other wrestling friend you've got and have a debate over a McDonald's. But like now, everyone can just put their opinion out there and they can actively find arguments to get into just to be heard. It, and it's yeah. it's like... I know that you and I are sat here doing a podcast while I'm saying this. Yeah. So it's it's a bit rich. But I don't I just don't know, I just don't ever I, I don't understand the, the, the need of having to be antagonistic and rowing all the time. It just it seems so exhausting to me. Yeah, it really is. Like it's so exhausting. It's I hate confrontation tiring. at the best of times. I would never be like online all day looking for a row yeah which is exactly what they are <coughs> but then on the on the flip side of that football rivalries are very very funny and I'm just reading through the tweets that like I read through the tweets underneath the full time tweet of County mm. when they lost 2-1 and the top tweet on here 
with four retweets and 31 likes is as follows. Ha 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 ha. And it goes on for fucking ages. Because they, they were doing this thing about like, about um, we're Wrexham and we're Stockport County, we're coming for you. And there's so many cheers, thank yous, there's so, which is what our manager says. So many people <laughs> laughing. Cheers, thank you. That's yeah, I, lo- I love that because he says that after the end of every everything. <laughs> Stockport County, we're coming for you. Exactly what you deserve, you Welsh pricks. Oh my God. <laughs> he, might, he might get a week ban for that. Uh, ha 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 ha. Ha 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 They fucked up. <laughs> Don't deserve the win, win, win the league after that, you fucking losers. I think lower level football, the the arguments that happen are quite funny. But whenever yeah. I see anything about like Man United or Liverpool and stuff, I find oh, yeah. that that's too serious. See, that's, Again, see, that's you embarrassing. Get, you get yeah, into yeah. the embarrassing. You get into embarrassing. But when it's lower league football, it is a bit more funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially when it's like two, it's two clubs that have so much money <laughs> that have like an obscene amount of money for that league and they're just losing <laughs> just losing games it is some funny shit oh absolutely fucking brilliant I can't believe it. that kind of makes it worth it that both teams lost this week I don't think I've got any more to say on that I'm sure I could have because you, cause your, your kind of opening gambit on it was exactly on the nose like it's just you know it's just it is what it is let it be let it be let yeah. it be and enjoy yourself life's short we're supposed to be we're all watching wrestling because it's entertaining it's supposed to be fun we're supposed to be having a laugh we're supposed to be enjoying ourselves and if anything comes of it in terms of community and connecting with people that's an added bonus but at the very least it should be like you know like if you're having a shit week and you can put wrestling on you can escape mm-hmm. from it that's the whole point. That's what wrestling is for me. Doesn't matter how pants my week is. If I'm watching wrestling, I'm. I, it does. It's the only thing. If you think about all the television shows that are on, it's always about like fucking. If it's not some true crime documentary about some cunt who's fucking et, et men, like it's <laughs> <laughs> about some cunt who's et men. <laughs> It was true though. It's not like that. It's some fucking courtroom drama or it's something really like depressing. There's a lot of depressing shit because that sells. Wrestling is the only thing that has remained joyous. Yeah. That is fictional. Yeah. Everything else, your coronation streets of the world, even if you if you're going down the soap opera route, are depressing as fuck. Like everything's dark and dim and depressing. Even comedy is quite depressing it's like it's all bleak and dark and you know it's got to be a bit clever and it's got to be harking back to some serious issue you know wrestling is one of the last things we've got last fictional things we have that is that is so close to saturday morning kids tv that made us all really happy and used to be really fun that's one of the last things we've got left yeah. Like, why take it so sick? Why take it to the point of like ruining it? It's it's pure. Wrestling's oh, yeah. quite fucking pure. It, it really is. It's innocent, and it's it's. There's no jeopardy. No. 
and it's just it's just easy to watch and it's colourful and bright and there's t-shirts and there's live shows and everyone gets to cheer and everyone gets to laugh fuck me like why why are you trying to why are you trying to fucking turn that into a netflix documentary about business yeah like fuck off it's 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 not yours to take no you know if you want it if you want to be angry and depressed watch something else there's loads of shit there's so much shit yeah so much depression shit yeah and on that note Let's do a bit of WWE bashing! Hey! Oh, oh no. No. no! I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh no, now, that, now I feel silly. <laughs> no, I said that just for effect. <laughs> I'm not going to bash WWE over this, but this is the last point. Last few points, actually. So one, one of them, uh, which was the extra bit in case we needed it, but I don't think we do need it, was FTR are going to face each other next week. Oh yeah. In the Owen. That's going, to be, that's going to be awesome. But the main news coming out of uh, FTR this week, one that WWE are interested in bringing them back. <coughs> I don't get that. <sighs> I, I don't mean, understand. I do. I understand because they're guess- the biggest tag team on the planet at the moment. They never, they never got rid of them, did they? They chose to leave, so they yeah. always wanted them, and they were offering them money, and they were offering them big contracts. Yeah, and they chose to leave. So I understand that they still want them because they never wanted them to go in the first place. So yes, so I, I take that back. I do understand, but and and their tag teams are gash. You know, like WWE's tag teams are rubbish. So they yeah. need like some. You know, if they're not going to be putting singles together, which is their go-to, if they oh, want an sure. actual tag team, they probably want the one back that they wanted to keep in the first place. So it makes sense that they're like, we still want you guys. You know, we've we've not gone away. Yeah. And that's probably the reality of the story. Yeah. The reality of the story is it's not like they're gone. Oh, FTR, we want to nick them, we want to take them. Of course, there's an element of that because it's you know WWE yeah. versus AEW. But there is the whole like you know the the one who gets dumped is the one who ends up needy. Yeah. So like WWE <laughs> got yeah. dumped by FTR, so they still obviously have a bee in their bonnet yeah. about it, and they want them back. Absolutely. And they probably have always wanted them back, but they've known that as soon as they started in AEW, they're on a contract. And the reason we're hearing rumblings now is they're, they're thinking the contracts might be starting to get renegotiated again. So they probably never stopped talking and communicating with them and wanting them back. But now that's being made known because they think they might have a chance. At, at, you know, like they might as well, they might as well try. Mm. They might as well give it a go yeah. because they've just got Cody. So they might as well go, right, you know what, let's let's have a go. Yeah. It's it's unlikely. In the same way it would be highly unlikely for AEW to sign Randy Orton when they were having conversations with him. That was highly unlikely. That but they sounded still did. Funny though. Imagine yeah. if they'd have pulled that off. I know. Crazy. For anybody just... who doesn't know that, is the so AEW <laughs> actively from what I read, actively talking to Randy Orton Random. when his when his contract was up to bring him in as the sports entertainer and to have him as like a super heel of being a sports entertainer I mean it would have been some funny shit and you know arguably could be the best work of his career you never know but but yeah so my thought on the WWE I mean this isn't the the most interesting thing to come out of this the next point is but my thought on WWE FTI is what I tweeted during the week was of course they do 
And there is, I do think you're right with the the whole, they were the dumped party, so they are the more needy. But I do think WWE need to be shown that somebody can be a big star. Because they don't make big stars. They don't. People go and watch a WWE show because it's got WWE on the marquee. Yeah, Roman Reigns might help. Brock Lesnar might help. Cena definitely helps. We saw from that summer of Cena that it was like 30% extra ticket sales for the house shows Mm. and the live events. 30% just from one guy. I mean, he's he's a draw. But he's like the last one. And I do think AEW's in a similar boat as well. Is I think if, you know, but would the, the crowd be annoyed if CM Punk didn't come out? Yeah, I think they would be. But I think people are buying tickets to see the show rather than the people that are in the show as a whole. You know, if CM Punk wasn't on the show for like two months, maybe you'd see a little drop off in tickets. Mm-hmm. Same with Blackpool Combat Club, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So. WWE don't make the, their own stars anymore. They pick like one person and they run with them for six months and if it doesn't quite work, then they leave it. And they give up on it. So they had FTR and they were putting on these ridiculous matches mm. in NXT to the point where we weren't a massive fan of them, but then the, the light bulb clicked. <laughs> it was like... Oh, so what, you know, uh, I can't remember what you were like. You you were telling me for weeks and weeks and weeks, they're great. And I was not having any. I was like, no, I like DIY and I I don't like these guys. I don't get it. And you were like, they're very fucking good. And then it was, then the light, the light bulb thing was, was you saying they've been in every been in every great every great match. tag team match even if you weren't rooting for them yeah and you weren't even concentrating on them or even acknowledged they were there they've had all the best tag team matches the one constant in that fantastic NXT tag team match run was the fact that FTR was in every fucking one of them yeah I was a proper denier I was such a denier on them you were the one I remember you telling me that they were great and I just didn't get it I just the thing with them is I love I love their heel work and yeah. the being the being faces. But I thought the real interesting thing with the with the um was it Young Bucks recently? Yeah, I think so. Oh no, it was uh, um, Kyle and O'Reilly, wasn't it? It was Red Dragon. Um they were doing the heel stuff, so they were cutting the ring off and and just everything you've seen FTR do for the last like five years you saw another team doing it to them and I was like god this is this is fucking great it's like a five year payoff um, but the whole the WWE thing can you pop me a few um, ice cubes in, in this yeah I'll need to run it under the tap because I've just gone through the old ones that's okay well o- only if it's not a pain in the ass no it's not it just take me a minute I just want some coolish water in that in that, Shit. In that University of Cumbria uh, plug 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 bottle that I got for free. I got a free bottle, which was, you know what I'm like for me merch. Don't what? fucking think so, it's nine grand a year. No, they don't even know that if I'm going or not, they give me a free bottle. Enticing me with a free bottle. I've been bought for less, I can tell you <laughs> that right now. But yeah, so of course WWE, one of them, 
they need somebody else to show them how big of a star they are and then they'll use them. Do I think people will start going from AW to WWE after the Cody thing? Yes, I do. I don't think Cody's going to be the last uh, of the big names. Do I think MJF's full of shit? Yes, I do. I don't think he's going anywhere, but you never know. He might do if he gets offered fucking five million. You know, that's one thing Tony's not going to be able to do. Um, well, he could, but, you know, it's probably out of the realms. The thing for me is, like, WWE had him, and that, that's, the question, that's the question that they should be asking themselves, is you had him, they were having these fantastic matches, and you had nothing to do for him. And you, you came up with this gimmick of fucking, you know, them looking... And I know, like, they would have made it work. And I know the costumes that got leaked were a bit, you know, on the nose and it was like a big chain. But the, the whole idea behind the gimmick was is we can't get on TV as just a good professional wrestling team. We have to have some weird gimmicks. So they were going to come out every week with a different one. That would have been a reasonable run, I think. They were Raw tag, tag Team Champions. They were SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So I don't think they were particularly used badly. But it was that extended run where they didn't have anything for them to do. And if you're FTR and you look at that, you're just going to... You know, I just don't trust you that you're going to do that. But the thing with Cody... Because Cody's gone to... Because they could, they could easily go as FTR and be branded as FTR. Even though I don't think they would be. I think they'd bring the Revival back because... You know, they did fight over that for a little bit. But Cody's turned up in WWE being AEW Cody. Not being WWE Cody, not being Stardust, not being fucking dashing Cody Rhodes. Is the AEW Cody Rhodes with the music and the, the presentation and everything. Is the American Nightmare. So it, And he's been booked relatively well since. So that's what they're looking at. And they will try and get... Thank you, sweetheart. They will try and get a few of these people, I think, before they start dropping Cody down the pecking order. Um, will will he win a title? Maybe. I don't think he's beating Roman Reigns, though. Uh, but who am I to, to say that? Um, so, so it's really the FTR thing. Is do you, What do they want to do? Do they want to go and, you know doing AJ Styles where you're getting paid a couple of million a year and you're, you know, cutting yourself on the WrestleMania ramp. Uh, <laughs> maybe they want to do that. I don't know. But <laughs> that's really tickled me, that. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to be an AJ Styles you're getting paid a couple of million to cut your face on a ramp? Or do you want to... Because the thing is with FTR right now is they have proven since they've turned up with a little bit of a lull in the middle that they are the best tag team on the planet. Mm. As far as tag team goes, yes, you can be more impressed by the Young Bucks moves. Yes, you can be more impressed by the Lucha Bros. But FTR are the tag team at this moment in time. Won yeah. the ROH title, got the AAA, more than likely going to get the AEW at the same time if they do it double or nothing. What I want them to do, which is a three-way of Red Dragon and Jurassic Express for everything. So the winners coming out of that has everything and FTR will be the ones who come out of that with everything. Um, I just, just, go for it. Just to kind of jump in on this... Aside from cash, that feels cold. Shit, that feels amazing. I know, yeah, I've got a lot of ice cubes here. Uh, and and no, is it super cold? It's amazing. <laughs> no, um, you know, aside from money, 
I honestly don't see any advantages about going to WWE at all. Because like, their merch is doing gangbusters. They've got like complete creative... They've had so many... They've made so many creative decisions already, even in their time in AEW. They've done quite a lot of thing, different things in yeah. AEW. And they've, you know, like they've changed it up, they've changed the music. There's a lot of freedom there for them to do what it was that they were always kind of like... They always set out as being, you know, the no flips, just fists thing in NXT, harking back to an older age of wrestling. They've been able to lean into that, whereas it was just kind of hinted at a little bit, I think, in NXT. And then it was lost yeah. on the main roster. They were just another tag team. And I think like the commentators did a bit to get that across, yeah. but it's been leaned into so massively in AEW, which you sense they always wanted to do that. They always were putting over the facts that they were old-fashioned, they don't do the flips, they're you know old-fashioned wrestlers. And they've been able to really become that... Which was why it was so fucking great when they lost the belts to the books because he went and tried to do a yeah. fucking flip. Clever, like just really good storytelling. And I, I, they've already been offered a lot of money. We, Like I said, we know there was a lot of money on the table. They said that. There was mm. so much money. And they said they went to AEW for less. Oh, yeah. They absolutely did. Because, they said it themselves on that podcast. Yeah. They, they, they said, you know, like, and because and, one of them's got children and one of them hasn't got children. And the one who hasn't got children was saying, you know, like, I need to ask you because this is life-changing money for you. Yeah, yeah. And they had to come to that decision together of, like, well, we would rather do what we more of what we want to do. Yeah. And I think with AEW now, unless those, you, do you know what I mean? Unless those two are up Shits, shits Creek without a paddle, Shit Creek, Shits Creek's the TV show, and and financially, and they're like, God, we really could do with some more cash. Um, the thing with that though is AEW's a different beast now, yeah. and it's selling more pay per views. It's getting better TV deals, and even if they just carry on at the same viewership that they that they've got now, AEW <laughs> is in the top five on cable routinely every week, yeah. and sometimes is number one. So when they come to renegotiate that TV contract, it will be higher. Well, you've got WWE like... have lost viewers for like 10 years and every TV contract they've signed has been higher than the last mm. because they're still the top dog. Yeah. It doesn't matter if 5 million are watching it or 2 million are watching it. They're getting paid more for the 2 million people watching it than they were for the 5 million, mm. which is insane really when you yeah. think about yeah, it. It's but it's because you know, there's so many different things that you can watch now and wrestling is still extremely popular. I saw on Being the Elite a couple of weeks ago, like the Young Bucks doing it in LA Clippers. It's the fourth quarter, guys. Let's make some noise. And I was like, what? They're not going to know who these cunts are. They fucking do. What do, What do Celtics two nil up? By the way, maybe maybe three nil after tonight. <laughs> what was What are Celtics playing at the start of the fucking playoff game? Oh, time to play, time the, to game. play the game. And it's like <laughs> last year, Triple H coming out with Giannis in the Bucks match. And the crowd, when Triple H came through that little curtain with Giannis, and it was DX's music and Triple H and Giannis came out, the crowd went mad. I think like it's really weird. Wrestling is really weird. To hark back before when it's this subculture, it is a subculture, 100%, because you can just walk into your workplace and say you watch wrestling and people don't know what you're on about. Yeah. And... 
then if you say you watch AEW, they're like, what? I know what WWE is, but I don't have a fucking clue what that is. And yet, when it, you know, when it comes over to the, like when WWE comes over to the UK, they're going to pack that Cardiff place out. out. And they're going to, the crowd's going to be so hot for them. And it's, you know, you can have those mad like moments at the basketball where Triple H comes out and everybody knows who he is. Uh, of course they do because it's Triple H, and I think like yeah. even like the casual Drew person, McIntyre probably wouldn't have gone. Yeah, over. maybe yeah. not because because well, absolutely <laughs> not. But you know, not the same as Triple H. There are certain people, but it does have this. It's a very popular. It is a, a popular subculture. Yeah, so popular, probably one of the most. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like it's. Do you know what? It's like Pokemon. Pokemon's fucking massive. But you ask anybody, like if I asked my dad about Pokemon, he'd be like, "What? I've heard the word Pokemon. Yeah, but I don't know what that is." And a lot of people of a certain age would say that. And if it was before I started going out with you, if you said Pokemon to me, I'd say it's a cartoon. It was a cartoon that was on on Saturday morning. I won't be able to, and maybe it's a game. That's that's all I could tell you about Pokemon. I don't know anything about it. But that is like globally, like millions upon millions upon millions of people are still like so invested in Pokemon. Still play it on the DS, DS on the fucking whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, close enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whatever Nintendo console it is, the Switch, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, there's Pokemon Go, which was massive. You know, with like augmented reality, you know, one of the first ones to do that. But it's it's huge, but yet small at the same time. And you can't put your finger on that. It's really bizarre. Watch Yu-Gi-Oh. A card game. Yay! Only because I know your fucking story about playing a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> oh, in Gaz. Center. Gaz remembers that. Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> Holy shit. If you've made it this far, Gaz, I love that story of the Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. It's particularly oh great. I saw him on uh, Twitter before playing Magic the Gathering live. Gaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, had his little deck. I was like, oh, don't I was getting, I was getting get the, back into that. I was Andy. getting this. I was getting the itch. Don't get back. The, the into thing it. is with Magic the Gathering, Gaz. If I'm sure I told you this, me when I was at Trafford, like me and you started playing we it did, together, yeah. didn't we? And I was desperate for like a beginner's night. Got in touch with that fanboy in town, which is the only place that I fucking know, because I think we went to fanboy once and played Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, oh, have you got like a beginner's night? And literally got an email back basically telling me to fuck off. Oh, wow. It was like, no, we don't. But if they said, oh, no, we don't. But if you come and say you're a beginner, maybe a few people will teach you the ropes and stuff. You know, so that's why why us dweebs just play Magic the Gathering Arena. Because it's just an online thing. I don't have to to smell somebody else's BO. But do you know what? If you were to look at something that like you don't, can't, can't quite... the fact that I can't speak makes me like legitimately don't get it. Games Workshop is one of yeah. the only retailers, like that is not a Tesco Express, that is still on the high street. Yeah, little figures. Look at all the shit that's and closed awesome, down. Awesome, awesome books like Black Libraries. Yeah, but some like, great fucking sci-fi. If you if you're into sci-fi, you've not read the Horus Heresy. There's fifty of the fuckers. I'm sure there's more now. Start with one. And get in touch with me in 20 years, you'll love it. But Games Workshop, as a shop that's in city centres, in town centres... Everywhere. 
Top shops closed down. Top man's closed down. Miss Selfridge has closed down. Marks and Spencer's closing rapidly. Games Workshop. Yeah, come on, dweebs. Still going, still, still thriving. And why, We've why, been why? Everywhere. Why are they? Why are they still thriving? Because they cater to the fans they have. Yeah. There you go. Pulled it back. You fucking cunts. <laughs> Telling me I can't enjoy an AW New Japan crossover event. You. fucking bite me you fucking dweebs anyway but yeah of course FTR are interested uh, WWE are interested they'll have always been interested in them and I think now that Cody's there I think now they feel like and they have like they've now got a direct line of communication yeah but it seems so shallow though of course it's shallow it's like we've 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 got this one yeah, go for it. Do you want to close the window on the way past? No, well, no. well, yeah, because you've put the, the ice cubes in. Oh, this yeah, is make, it's <laughs> making my teeth chatter. It's oh, fucking no. tastier, though. Nice. Water with ice cubes. Who would know that it actually tastes like an enjoyable beverage? Um, so, yeah, guys, sort of DM me about some magic the government. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, the, the, see, the reason why I think it seems so shallow, though, like, oh, we've got Cody now. It's like we, you've booked one guy well. <laughs> you you booked two people well, and you, maybe you can stretch it to three with Austin Theory. But you <laughs> booked Roman Reigns really well, and now you're booking Cody Rhodes really well. And it's like, great for Cody Rhodes. And, you know, the bits that I've seen, it seemed, apart from apparently Seth Rollins was talking for 12 minutes the other week. <laughs> Like I think it was in that episode where it took him an hour and a half to get on with any wrestling. Um, but if you're FTR, do you want to do IWGP? Maybe. Do you want to do the Wrestle Kingdom show? But that, but again, that's the problem. That I think the only problem you can see about the whole AEW New Japan thing is it'll get to the point where we've seen everything. So if FTR you know, does go and take the IWGP heavyweight titles, they're, then they're on every show I watch. Then Omega's going to be on every show I watch. Brian Danielson's going to be on every show. Mox is on every show. Jay White's on every show. And it's like, you know, it's a, it's a different name, but the wrestlers are the ones that are winning because they're on every show and they're getting paid by every company. So then, then the sort of differences in between them kind of go apart a little bit. So if, if this becomes a more regular thing, like to me, this this Forbidden Door pay-per-view, I want it once a year. <coughs> sometimes I want some New Japan people in AEW, sometimes I want some AEW people in New Japan for the Wrestle Kingdom shows and all that kind of stuff. But I want this one to be a once a year thing. I'm so sure they go the to plan. five. I'm sure yeah. that's the plan. I don't want it in three months' time to be Forbidden Door nah. 2. I'm sure it'll be the plan yeah. for it to be an annual... It's, the logistics are too much for both companies. They're both busy, especially New Japan. Their yeah. ske- the fact that they can schedule that in tells me this has been in the works for a long time, even though we're only getting told about it right now. And I think that's yeah. a, a, a business decision. Yeah, and if you believe the, the rag sheets and the Observer guys, Alvarez says that they've probably already got a card and finishes for it I would and, imagine they've, and they've so. agreed on everything yeah I would yeah. I would imagine so I would think so but um but yeah whatever but yeah. um but yeah just just on again on the FTR thing FTR will be the tip of the iceberg of people that they want we know that they want MJF 
we know Fox and fucking uh, USA want MJF. Like they, they've said to WWE, yeah, go and get him. They want him, of course they do. Of course they do, and he would fit in. He would. He would fit right in, and he would do really well for him. Like if they want a super heel who's going to come in and be a star off of the bat, like which, yeah. which is what he did for AEW, then he is your target. Yeah. He was doing signings in the UK today. Did you see that? No. There was like a wrestle con type. Oh, was it Liverpool? Inside the ropes one. Was it? Yeah. Um, I saw a Liverpool had a picture something. with Sting. So Sting's ah, over. Motherfucker. I know, I know. Ah, There's a few of them, I think, because I think uh, MJF was there. I saw a picture someone had put on Twitter there, printed picture of MJF. And it was like a father and son. And the dad was like, he was just kind of like giving him a dirty look. And to the son, it must have been about seven or... S- was he middle fingering him? He, he had middle finger pressed up against the kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> MGF's pictures so are fucking amazing. Fucking great. Like some of them, some of them I've seen where he's like, he's like turned his back away from the camera on his, his phone. phone. He's just fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. So funny. <laughs> but yeah, so that's one bit of the FTR news. Second bit, obviously they've been teasing for weeks <laughs> now, that and they got rid of poor Tully Blanchard, got rid of him, kicked kicked him to the curb. Oh, a hotter model came along, like this. So basically, this if you if you're living in a in a shell, if Bret Hart has signed a WWE Legends deal. Is it official now? As far as I can tell, yeah, he's he's quietly signed an a WWE deal, which is really weird considering how anti WWE Bret Hart's been. That's what that's what really confuses me. I mean, I know the money. Is going to be massive for him yeah. to do nothing. But well, he can't. It's not do nothing, <coughs> which is the interesting thing. Sorry about me coughing. So if it can be believed, Bret Hart's Legends deal will be anything to do with WWE, and you know, which which is probably nothing. Mm. Maybe them, you know, whilst the Owen Hart Cups going on, they'll put a load of new Bret Hart merch on the fucking store. But the deal, as far as like I've seen, is Bret Hart can do whatever he wants, apart from AEW. Okay. So that's the only thing he can't do, <coughs> is AEW. So they've announced already on an indie show that FTR are going to be managed by Bret Hart. Right. So that's on an indie show. And they'll do some big indies where he'll be the manager and all that mm, kind of stuff. Just not AEW. But just, he can't do AEW. That's what it's been... That's what it's been theory, you know. There's still there's nothing from like WWE because like as as far as I saw, it's like a really quiet thing, mm. where they've like signed him to a ridiculous contract. That was the term that was used in three separate articles that I read on it. Is ridiculous. Oh. So it may have been copy and pasted from each other, <laughs> but r- a ridiculous contract, which means he can do whatever he wants. He can do any signings he wants. Any wrestle cons, any appearances, but he can't appear on AEW. I wonder how that goes with ROH. That'll be in it as well. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I think the the legal terms with anything that Tony Khan owns. Yeah, it's quite wild, really, isn't it? Because there's been this whole build up about him coming, to, like being part of AEW. You've obviously got the Owen Hart Cup, and yeah, yeah. The... Well, that, I think that's better to not have. Bret Hart involved because that takes the shine off Owen Hart. Yeah. In my opinion. 
However, it's a very, very good lesson that Tony Khan needs to keep learning. Because if that's the case, if all this is the case, um, and they have signed... Because it, it's business. You know, there's no... there's no. Uh, from my side, I'm not asked about WWE offering him a shitload of money so he can't do AEW <laughs> shows. That's just the way the way it goes if they're going to offer him like a million dollars a year to not do AEW and he signs it fair enough there's a few things that kind of feel weird about it though before I go back to Tony Khan needing to learn these lessons is Bret Hart's been very vocal against WWE Mm. so the fact that he has signed for money makes me question his integrity and you know it's hard to kind of say that because if somebody threw a load of money at me to like, you know, go and work for Wrexham, maybe I would. Maybe I'd have a laugh with Ryan Reynolds, who knows? <laughs> but as a Stockport <laughs> County fan, you know, it'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But not saying that he's an AEW fan, but he's been on AEW TV before. If anybody remembers, he was the one who off- took from Jack Whitehall the <laughs> for the. AW World Title and presented that to the winner of the first match, uh, the first, Jericho and uh, Hangman. So he has been on AW TV before. Obviously, WWE weren't asked about that then. But FTR are the hottest tag team in wrestling at the moment. They were going to put him with him during the Owen Cup. So that is a big, a big fucking deal. If it if he just turns up on AW, I would piss myself because all these reports have been absolutely wrong. Um, but it is so interesting that, you know, Brett has had so much negative comments about WWE over the last 12 months and now he's going to be under WWE contract. And Crazy. Crazy, really, isn't it? Power of money. But if you're WWE, like, and again, we, we kind of guessed or was kind of thinking, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like, oh, WWE have kind of finished with that now. Because mm. they've seen that AEW's not really a co- not really competition ratings-wise. But it proves that they still are. Because of the, you know, the fact that they would throw money at somebody that they're not going to use. Mm. They're not going to bring Bret Hart, because Bret Hart is not, you know, that Hall of Fame, like a few years ago, when FTR, Revival at the time jump that fucking guy and beat the piss out of him which is just hilarious mm. which I'm sure is probably another reason why he wants to work with them but if you're not going to use him but you're going to pay him money so the other company's not going to use him it just seems it's just wild. weird it is, it? it's wild it's wild for a company that's trying I, I don't want to get in, I shouldn't get into the business I've just been slacking people off but just, but you just, can give your opinion I, on stuff that I mean, happens. I'm, I'm a fucking hypocrite. What can I say? I am a fucking hypocrite, so I will. Is there's a difference between telling somebody you shouldn't watch something or saying yeah. it doesn't make any sense, so you shouldn't be excited? Yeah, no, like, no, no, none of that. But I think for a company that is that is really um, <clears throat> hot on being profitable, they want to be the, and they keep having their most profitable year, and that's insustainable unless you keep making cuts because they they can't make much more money they've signed all the deals they're going to sign so how many more cuts can you make i mean 
I, I know I've said it so many times, but they are going to trim the fat that is NXT UK any day now. And I know I've been saying it, I've probably been saying it for 12 fucking months, but I do believe <laughs> that that is easy fat to trim. Nah. You don't think they're going to? And I know why they're not going to as well, but it's, it's the same reason that everybody, everybody says, the old NXT fans who have watched a, an episode of NXT 2.0 say NXT 2.0 shouldn't be on TV anymore because it's full of really green wrestlers who make loads of mistakes and it's not really pulling that many viewers well it is it's pulling 600,000 so mm, it's a lot it's, of, it's, a, it's a decent amount of viewership it's a, it's not the same as when Triple H was involved but it's not awful it's not like you're not talking 205 live level of viewers <laughs> but why are the, why won't they pull that off TV because they're getting about $40 million a year for NXT 2.0. To, I'm talking about NXT UK. I know you're talking about NXT UK, but what's NXT UK on? BT Sport. Mm. BT Sport are paying for NXT UK. Yeah. BT Sport are promoting um, the the Cardiff <clears throat> show. And that's, that's like a big... It's do not- you do you believe like and I'm genuinely asking this I'm not this it sounds like I was being facetious when I started that do you believe actually that the BT Sport money more than pays for NXT UK more than pays for okay. NXT so, UK so so they are making a profit off of that one one hundred percent otherwise they wouldn't do it otherwise it would yeah. be gone now because that's what I mean it's like I find it really hard to believe they, they make a profit off NXT UK and because they are so high on profitability to the yeah. point where they've got rid of some wrestlers that have really I've had a real question mark over them Braun Strowman for example I still have a question mark over that because they they were making money off of him yeah because although you know like, you might not be a big fan of him but he was doing everything they wanted him to do. Like he was, yeah. he was a comedy guy. You know, he's a big dude. He was over. He, he, he did, he, he did some shit, but he fucking ate it and enjoyed it yeah. and transformed that into money for him. And then they just got rid of him. And obviously, I don't know anything that goes on backstage. So, so when I've got things like that in my head, I look at NXT. UK and I've seen them get rid of the black and gold brand. I've seen them get rid of William Regal, and I find it really difficult to believe that something that is quite clearly been made by the hands of Regal be allowed to stay. I just find it, and it's so yeah. different from anything that they're they've now completely pivoted and changed direction. And NXT UK seems like such a fucking throwback. To old, to, well, to the Triple been, H. Well, well, there's been some thing. great, great matches on NXT UK from all, from all. Yeah, but, but, the, but that's, but that's with, unusual. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing with NXT UK is, it's a different deal. So NXT 2.0 is contracted wrestlers who just wrestle in NXT 2.0. Mm. You're getting Ilya Dragunov who's turned up at Progress. Now, um, interestingly enough, Anthony Agogo turned up at Progress this week. Oh, did he? In Liverpool. Because because right. that that Comic Con that WrestleCon had progress matches, and there was and I think he did like a talking thing for that. But obviously he's an AW wrestler, so and that's the, the that's the AW sort of markup. But so these wrestlers, you know, can go off and do what they want to do. BT Sport are not only paying for that, 
but they're recording the weekly TV <laughs> show in BT stu- in BT Sports Studios, which is a really weird visual. And it was six months ago, I think, when I actually saw it. I was thinking to myself, should I start watching this again? Because um, it got people like B Priestley in there and Mustache Mountain. You know, B Priestley I've not seen a lot of, but she's a big name. She was in Stardom. I was like, oh, should, should I watch this shit? Should I actually watch it? Because I like Mustache Mountain, I love Trent Seven, you know, you know. But so BT Sport offer WWE pay per views as well, which is mad because you can just get it on the network. But BT Sport offer WWE pay per views, so they're making money through that. They're making money through the CV deal. They're making money through BT Sport promoting their shit, putting their stuff on BT Sport, which of course goes onto the network as well. BT Sport are going to be a massive component when they're promoting this Cardiff show. Mm. We saw the BT Sport tweet about 57,000 people have signed up for tickets for the Cardiff show. They're going to be a huge presence that weekend. Mm. I'm sure they're a huge presence when they do a live tour. I'm sure BT Sport are around and there's something financially involved for WWE for BT Sport to be around because let's not forget BT Sport are a business that advertise they will advertise during these live events yeah. like watch because w- it's not just <laughs> WWE UK it's not just NXT UK that's on BT Sport it's Raw Smackdown mm. they're all on there so, so they've got a TV deal for all of those shows and NXT UK just happens to be a part of that package. Does BT show them live? Yes. It's like Raw and Smackdown? Yes. Right. It's like one in the morning on Sky uh, not Sky Sports, but BT Sport Arena. Right. So they used to be on Sky Sports Arena, now they're now it's... I think they still call them like BT Sport 1, 2, 3, and so, so I think it was Sky Sports Arena. Um, but then they moved over to BT Sport because mm. they probably got a better deal, even though the viewing figures aren't fantastic. But it's still another deal. It's another big deal. And the thing with with the UK is it's a massive market still for wrestling. So their BT Sports deal with WWE will be in the millions. Like it'll be a lot of money that they're offering. But NXT UK is an integral part of that because it's their own thing. And anything NXT UK branded, they can (laughs) do. Like BT Sport could put on a takeover and they were going to at the Dublin 3 Arena they were going to put a takeover on and BT Sport would have had that either via pay-per-view or live on BT Sport as well as the network because you've still got to do that but NXT UK will arguably I think be one of the most profitable percentage wise not financially as in the amount of money they get but will be one of the most profitable things they run mm. because they pay the wrestlers so little because it's an NXT feeder brand. So they'll be paying them less than the NXT 2.0 guys. And we know what NXT people used to get paid before it went bigger. Um, there was It was like $40,000 a year. Yeah, it wasn't... wasn't so it's, it's, it's not like a lot. It was just a full-time job, wasn't it? Exactly. So that's what these people are going to be getting, but it's the exposure that they get mm. through BT. That makes it... For somebody like B Priestley, who was an AEW wrestler, 
and then during the pan not during the pandemic but but just before that she went off to stardom and because osprey was in japan so she's like well i want to be in japan too which is fair enough she comes back over to the uk probably misses the uk and starts wrestling for nxt uk it and and they are calling people up. They've called up Kaylee Ray. Mm. They've called up Pretty Deadly, who are now the champions. Yeah. You know, it's they are calling people up. But I think, you know, I understand where you're coming from with the NXT UK is going to be on the chopping block. And I don't I don't believe that you're wrong with that. I think there'll be a lot of wrestlers they release, but they won't get rid of it because it'll make them money. If it may, as soon as the day it stops making the money and the day BT Sport when they go to renegotiate their contract in like a year or two's time, if they say, right, well, last time for three years we'd give you a hundred million. This time we're giving you ninety billion because we don't give a fuck about NXT UK. Mm. Then they'll get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same reason why NXT Two Point is still a thing because they are paying for it. Yeah. So if somebody pays you to do something, you'll keep it going. And for the wrestling fans of the UK, they are putting on good matches. You're getting dragon off. A hundred percent. Look at look at Volta. Volta's up there. Volta's up on the main roster now. I'm sure the quality is amazing. I I just I always hark back, I guess, to the that you know that picture that was doing the rounds when um, it all started to implode NXT wise, when it was like Triple H. With the backdrop of that map of the world, saying where the NXTs oh, yeah. were going to be. Yeah, yeah. And it just the fact that NXT UK was the first of what was supposed to be many, and now Triple H does not have NXT anymore. He did his first one, and all these plans for it to be Canada next, I believe, and yeah. they wanted to do Japan, which was never, you know, never going to work. <laughs> they tried. They tried really to do hard. Japan. But they added, like, they were going to, obviously, I'm sure Australia was there. They've got, like, a huge fan base in Australia. So NXT yep. Australia would have been massive. And it, it's just, I find it really weird that they made NXT UK. Then the black and gold brand got completely stripped and everyone who made it gone. There's now this NXT 2.0 and you've got this weird, like, little hangover of NXT UK that's still in the same old style. It's still like, it's it's weird. I just, I find it like, if it was me, if I was working in NXT UK, I would be really, I'd feel very strange Yeah. the whole time I was there. I'd be like, I'm just going to try and make the most of this while it's still a thing. Yeah. Because I feel odd that people like Regal and a lot of other people who got fired who were instrumental in it and Triple H isn't even involved in it anymore. They'll never yeah. even hear that guy's voice anymore, I'm sure. Like, it, it's just fucking weird. Yeah. It's just a very odd spot to be in if you're a wrestler in that company because you're thinking, although there have been call-ups, you're a bit like, I don't know if... Because obviously people like Hayley Ray she was already doing, you know, she did like the Mae Young classic, you know, she was already in the, in the, on the mix. Radar. Yeah. There was a few people already in the mix. And I don't know how many people are in the mix now. Yeah, because the fact that Mustache Mountain's still down there and they brought up Pretty Deadly, you know. Tyler Bate was like looking like he was going to be the future of the fucking whole company at I one know, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's, it's crazy. Like it's crazy. I just think that those guys, I don't know what their contracts look like. 
But I think they can wrestle elsewhere, can't they? Because I'm sure there was an ICW pitch the other day that said Trent Seven on the... That was when he was in a cage match with Wolfgang. So that wasn't... Was uh, that an old picture? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Because they're, they're doing a pay-per-view. I think it might have... It might be tonight. It might have already happened. Mm. Where every match is inside a steel cage. Right, that's what I saw then. I just saw yeah. the Trent Seven thing and I thought, oh, fuck. Is he allowed to wrestle elsewhere? That's exactly what I thought straight away. <laughs> and then I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's the... It looks like a big crowd, that. So it was at um, uh, the arena, at the Hydro. Right. I don't know. I just, I'm just... I'm very uncomfortable. NXT UK makes me really uncomfortable. And I'm not even... I don't even work there. But I yeah. feel I feel uncomfortable on their behalf because it's a shit place to be. It's a bit like when fucking... You know, someone... Like a games company gets bought by a bigger one. Yeah. And you're the fucking developers who are sat there going... And the, and the, and then they kind of sell another part of them off and get get under new management and you go yeah shit we were just some tiny studio they bought and they said we could just carry on doing our own thing yeah. how long's that gonna last well you are you are right is is the how long's it gonna last you are mm. you are right in that respect you're not it's not a thing where um, it's gonna be like you're not gonna see it being like a massive deal. But what I think they will do is off the back of the... Because, you know, the Cardiff show is going to have some NXT UK wrestlers on it. There's going to be some NXT UK matches on it because they're in the country of the NXT UK. If they don't, then that really shows you what they think of it. But at the end of the day, it's making them cash. Like, they can't... There's there's no kind of... There's no kind of reason to not have a few people on it and the crowd will be really up for that you know i think you'll have a couple of um <clears throat> i think you know mustache mountain might be in a tag team title match yeah. they, won't, they won't win like they did for the well they, yeah, who fucking knows but you, you know I, I don't think they would win but i think they'd be in it yeah and all this kind of thing so it, it while it's wiping its own face you know it's gonna be and and you got to think as well, like with BT Sport, when they're interviewing wrestlers, they'll be interviewing the UK wrestlers talking about Raw and SmackDown. You know, I'm sure there's a show on about that, where it's like, oh, we're talking about Raw tonight, and we've got Trent Seven. Oh, Trent yeah. Seven's here. You know, there's all that kind of stuff that'll go into it as well. So, but I think they all can still work other places because obviously, like Dragonoff turned up in Progress. But again, isn't progress on the network now? Yeah, I think so. On Peacock. Is it, or is it just ICW that's on Peacock? Because technically, progress changed owners, know. didn't it? I honestly don't know. I don't see. Know I put it's... I've put progress on the list, and I've never seen on on the WWE <laughs> network. But I think they I think they have had a few. I think when we when we had a look last, they've got a couple of things on there, but not like a. It's not like ICW where everything's on it. So, interesting actually, because we could watch the ICW show. Yeah. If it was on FIFA. Oh yeah. Um, as a side note, and yep. obviously, like, probably an off mic thing, but were you on Instagram today? Did you see Nick? Nick's post. No. He was doing. Christina's Nick. Yes. Um, he was he was doing a some he was at some sort of um 
signing that he was working at. Right. And it was his job to look after Road Dog. <laughs> Shit, that's Liverpool thing. So that was the Liverpool one. I'm sure the other one isn't Liverpool that where is MJF, you know. I don't okay. think it was. <clears throat> but it might have been. Yeah, I'm sure Road Dog was the Liverpool thing. Yeah. I, saw, I, I, I was like, that's funny. The... Imagine that. Imagine... I'd be sure I'd shit myself, yeah, me. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, you, are you all right to just look after him today? I'd be like, oh, nah, I can't. Nah, not me. It's not like looking after an author. I'd embarrass myself. Nah, you wouldn't. <laughs> just as a side note, um, Tyson Fury's fighting tonight in the Cardiff Stadium. Oh, right. And it's shown like the fireworks and all that kind of stuff, so... Ah, yes. Who's he fighting? Uh, I think it's Dylan White. It's his retirement fight, I think. Dylan White's? Or Tyson Fury's? Tyson Fury's. Shit, really? Yeah, that's what some of these tweets are saying. Oh, fuck. It's his retirement fight. I didn't even know he was... Is he older? Or is he just had enough? I guess he's done it all. I think he's just... He's just had enough, I think. He's earned enough money. That's the way to do it. Get in, earn your money, and then fuck off and enjoy your life. Yeah, yeah. As people say, like the fights, like going flying under the radar, should have been promoted more. But it's a sold, <laughs> it's a sold out Millennium wow. Stadium in Wales when he's English. So, boxing's another weird one for me because that's a subculture that I remember. I remember the heights of the nineties, the Prince Nazim and all that shit in the UK. But since then, yeah. I've not. I've been out of it. Yeah. And that is a perfect example of a subculture that's thrived. Because yeah. it is a subculture in the UK because of football and lots of other sports. Boxing's always seemed a bit underground to me in yeah. the sense of... if I, I always go off my dad because yeah. my dad's on the news and on fucking Facebook and all that shit all the time. And if I say to my dad about boxing, he'd be mm. like, I don't know, not, not a clue. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... The fact that it packs out stadiums and arenas constantly, yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating. You've got all these fans, and people would say the same about the UFC, though. Well, yeah, and because but we're, we're into but that. We're into like that. it's yeah, different, yeah. and you're like, yeah, of course it does, because it's massive. But it's funny, isn't it? How you when you're a little bit removed from something, like a lot of the people that we know who don't know wrestling, they're removed from it. They just don't get how yeah. it can be still so popular. Mm. But all they can remember is Hulk Hogan ripping his top off. In like 1994 or something. Where there's people who remember Prince Nazim <laughs> and all. Interesting yeah. you say that actually, because Chris Oryx, Chris, at Chris Oryx31, sent us a tweet nine minutes ago saying, there's more skill in wrestling than boxing. Yeah. It's harder to make it look like you're hurting someone when you're not than just punching them. And yet nobody points out how, points out how mental boxing is. Are you listening to this show live? <laughs> Are you here, Chris? Chris? But, uh, Chris? But, um... Yeah, the um, I I completely agree. I think I think that's one of the reasons going going t- back towards. I'm really sorry, this podcast is super long, but I'm enjoying myself, so yeah, I don't want it to end. But there's like, a reason why it's going long for me. <laughs> but like the the whole, I think that's why wrestlers get pissy about people saying it's fake, even though I get annoyed at them for getting annoyed. Yeah, yeah. I get annoyed about that because because yeah. people are correct. But oh, they it's get... Wembley, sorry, not Wales. What? I thought it said Wales. Oh. It says Tyson Fury versus Dylan White is now live. All British World Title Showdown underway in front of ninety four thousand at the Wembley. What fuck? <clears throat> why was it? Sake, why were people sick saying Wales? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is. Um, it is Wembley. Apologies. But he looked like there was. I think it was because there was a tweet where he was doing some. He said something about <laughs> Wales. All right. Um, 
Yeah, somebody tweeting then saying two boring rounds. That's funny. Oh, Ninety four thousand at Wembley. Fuck me, that's just a shocker, isn't it? Not promoted the fight enough, apparently. Well, ninety four thousand. You're doing all right. Absolutely. Do I have any more on the old wrestling front? I don't. I mean, the Bret Hart thing was the last thing I had. <coughs> I think it's. A, I think it's a real shame because everyone's gone to town to kind of woo him. That's. That was the point I, I didn't make. They, they really are. Tony Khan needs to learn a lesson from that. Yeah. And that's don't tease. Because the thing is yeah, with... Yeah, he's been teased yeah, massively. The thing is with CM Punk and Brian Danielson, he kind of give him a gentleman's agreement and then the night of... You know, CM Punk signed his AEW contract the night of uh, the, last, the first dance. That's not going to work for everybody. No. So he's obviously made a gentleman's agreement. I think. I think what's happened, and and that's not been on any rag sheets I've seen or anything like that, is that he's spoken to Bret Hart, said you want to come in and manage FTR. He's gone absolutely. Right. Here's what we'll pay you when you come on. You know the fucking twenty seventh <laughs> of April. You sign your contract then. Obviously, he or somebody has let let that go to WWE. WWE's come in and earned him, offered him probably the same money for not doing anything, mm-hmm. and he's took that. So that's that's the lesson that Tony Khan has to learn from this: mm-hmm. is that not everybody's going to be friendly about about it or or allow a gentleman's agreement. <clears throat> you know, all the you know Adam Cole coming in and signing a contract when he's there. And obviously that was a little bit different because we knew he was talking to WWE at the time and all that kind of stuff, um, and he had a decision to make. But when you talk to somebody and you want them to come in, you got to be damn sure that they're going to sign that contract before you start teasing it. Yeah. And there'll be a lot of people that'll be like, well, they didn't really tease it, but you know, Punk's been doing loads of Bret Hart shit in matches you know there's been I've, I've seen side by sides of the last three matches punks had where they've copied some you know move for move a mm. bret hart match and and the irony of this week's was it was bret hart against um dustin rhodes that they were copying spots from yeah uh obviously ftr saying about like you know best there is and all that kind of shit getting rid, rid of tully you know that was well, that was months ago. It feels like now the Tully Blanchard thing, but I think that's a, a lesson Khan has probably now learned is if you've got an idea before you before you roll with that idea, they have to be under contract. Yeah, hundred percent. Because and you can have a start date. You know you can say your start date's the thirtieth of April, but you can't fucking start teasing that somebody's coming because they will they will poach them. Yeah. And that's what it looks like's happened. I agree. Totally agree. Have you got any more, darling? I don't believe so. No? It's a shame. I know it is a shame, isn't it? That's a damn shame. I feel like we've not said anything funny enough to put us the title for the show either. Wet mouth. Oh, yeah, there you go. I've got a wet mouth. Yeah, we'll do that. That's the one. (laughs) It's gross, but it works. It works. It works for us. Right, well, it's been a long one, and we probably need to stop it there because I'm twenty-five past ten, babe. In a mess. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks very much for listening to everyone. Jesus, I hope you've enjoyed it. I did, yeah, because I was (laughs) thinking about how much fucking work I've got to do. Do it again. No.
Until next time. Cheerio, motherfuckers. Goodbye.